0: And the
4: secret proceedings. Radio. Greetings and salutations to all my fellow Skywatchers. You're listening to us live as we broadcast from New Logic Studios in Miami, Florida, which of course is located on this third rock from the sun. I want to thank you all for being here with us live again. And by the way, to our intergalactic listeners, I say nano nano bleep, blah, bloop, Whatever. Hell, even if you're from another dimension, welcome, stay for a nanosecond, won't you? Yeah, nanosecond. Flat Earthers, draw a line, have a seat, come on, enjoy the show. With me is the guy who just interrupted my head of a radio life Mate, the one and only, the man who was born to one day host the show, Let's Make a Deal. That's right, Alan, the other guy, Wilder. What's up, buddy? How you doing?
2: I'm um, doing okay. I never want to do Let's Make a Deal. Mm-hmm. Never, never, never. I don't know what That's the hell better. drugs you're on tonight, but, you know... It's not Let's Make a Deal. I want to have my
4: own are
5: shopping network. You were born a host of the show, Let's Make really, a Deal.
2: I, I, I want to have my own shopping network with really, really cool stuff.
4: There you go. Also on the panel tonight live is the first lady of Skywatchers Radio, the groovy, the googable, the always reliable and very loving, woo-woo herself, Crystal Storm. Hey, Crystal.
1: What's up, y'all?
4: That's right, you're very googable.
1: I'm google I love this word. <laughs> this word makes me so happy. You do not even know.
4: Google Crystal Storm, that's all I'm saying.
1: <laughs> I look nothing like that. Not unless I'm wearing a fedora, <laughs> then I look exactly like that. Uh, hey,
4: joining us uh, this week for our news segment, uh, a gentleman who's been on a crazy hiatus, bringing the ruckus, the one and only, Christopher J. Brown. What's up, buddy? You,
0: I'm here. I'm here. I'm back. I decided to make it back and uh in twenty decided to make it back again.
2: Oh, That's man, right. we missed you. We really
1: did. We did I, miss you. I bet
2: you did. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, there's all that enthusiasm
2: there, you know. I know. Well, well, I not like he believes us
1: at all. I do. I know. No, no, there's, a, there's
4: no believability at all with the, the way we all reacted either. I mean, come on, we didn't really help the, the situation. You're like,
1: That's true.
2: Yeah, no, we pushed you. him away, unfortunately, because Aww. we were so mean and nasty to him, apparently, Aww. because that's why, you know. And luckily, luckily, he changed his mind in giving us a second chance.
4: Mm-hmm. That's a life just, you. About, right? just you. Just yeah. you. Yeah.
2: yeah, just to me. It's all my fault. Blame it on me. That's right. Blame uh, it, it on me. It
1: usually is. I'm just saying it's your fault.
2: All right. If you got to blame it on me, blame it on me. I'll take the <laughs> brunt of it. It's not like it always happens anyway where I take the blame for something around here.
1: Yeah. Well I mean it's usually your fault
4: though. Very
2: Not true. always.
1: Well I mean like at least like ninety five percent of the time.
4: Eighty ninety no. percent of the time, yeah. No, it is eighty ninety percent of the time, dude. No, seventy five percent of the time. Let's haggle. Alright, well <laughs> we'll meet you we'll meet you halfway there. Seventy seven percent of the time. <laughs> there you go. We'll meet you halfway.
2: Alright, fine be that way. Alright, fine you All cruel right. bastards.
4: Now, if you guys want to join in on uh, the last year, call on in. We'll, you know, we'd love to hear from you. The, the number is, uh, what is it, guys? It's, uh, 786-245-8127. That's the call-in number. Please call in and, uh, join in on the, uh, the last. It's going to be a lot of fun tonight. Not only with us, but also with our guest, Mr. Paul Deal Roberts, who is, of course, Bat Squash Man himself. That's right. That's
2: right. <laughs> he was the oh, one who... Well, no, 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 he's the one who talked about the Batsquatch. Right. We're the one who, we here are the ones who have used that term since oh. in a different way. Okay. We'll just put it that way.
4: Yeah, when he came in, uh, you know, with the whole bat squatch thing, I mean, he was, like, talking about some legit thing here. Like, I mean, he, he wasn't, like, uh, you know, trying to make a joke out of it. We I, I'm jokes.
2: not saying he was making a joke out of it, but what he no, told no. me that the reason that the Bat is winged, you know, when he told me that the Bat Squatch wears an anti gravity belt to fly,
4: that's when I lost it. Yeah, but why wouldn't that be something that a Batsquatch would I was have say, on it? Why, how his is, belt. is that the weirdest yeah. thing
1: we've ever heard on this show?
4: For real. Well,
1: well, what, well I want one.
4: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> nano, <laughs> nano, <laughs> nano <laughs> bleep, <laughs> bloop. Like
1: all the things we've talked about on
4: his show, really, that was your line. That's the thing yeah, that's, that you had got a
1: problem with. Yeah, it's spend my disbelief up. on I mean, everything I mean, but he, he, that. He, you gotta hear <laughs> the
2: original show. By the way, what, what, if people. Want to go back and listen to that original show? What episode was it on our website that people? Yeah, don't put me uh, don't put story. me on the
4: spot like that, dude. What's wrong with you? Uh, on the website, just look for Paul Bill Roberts' past uh, episodes with us. It's on there.
2: I mean, I mean, he's a great guy. No harm, no foul on it. Really, he's a good guy. He's a cool guy. <clears throat> it's I'm like just a year like, ago, I think. You know, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
4: It's like a year ago, I think. A year and a half ago.
2: Yeah, it sounds about, it sounds about Two right about ago? a year and a half ago. Two you years know, he, ago. You know, it's just when he described that, you know, when I'm asking him that, you know, he's telling me that the Bat Squatch was flying over him, and I asked him how big the wingspan was, and he said, oh, it was about 20 feet, and at which point I said to him, okay, so you're telling me something that has to weigh at least four to five hundred pounds is supported by wings that are only 20 feet wide, and at which point he said, well, maybe he was wearing an anti-gravity belt from the UFO. At which point I lost it.
4: It's possible. Okay.
1: I, I'm telling you, it's plausible. Do you know that it, the bumblebee is actually not supposed to be able to fly? Do yep. Do you know that?
4: And yet it Well, does. he just flaps his
2: wings a hell of a lot harder.
1: Right, but it's like physically, like he's not, like, he, the bumblebee, like, defies the laws of physics. I'm just saying it's not the weirdest thing we've ever heard. That's all I'm saying.
4: Okay, we talk fine. about
1: UFOs. Just saying.
4: I'm yeah. a Crystal on this one. That's not the weirdest thing we've heard, guys. Not too much. Okay, is, uh, what do
1: you, Okay, 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 then let's open up the
2: discussion before we get anybody else on here. What do you think is the most unreasonable thing we've heard here?
1: The mm. most un Define unreasonable. I need mean, a definition yeah. for this word. What are we talking okay, about? Anything well, beats, anything the, other other with the craziest Bigfoot, thing we've you know? heard.
2: What is right. the craziest thing you've heard? What do you think among all the interviewees and all the news articles and things we've ever said is the craziest that uh, I just got to call bullshit on?
4: Hmm, that's a good question.
1: That I'd is a good question. i have to get on, back I'm to really wondering yeah. that. I don't yeah. think it would be anything I've heard on this show. I actually think some of the weirdest things I've ever heard <laughs> are things sure that I've read. I'm sure there's some out
0: there, but I would have to say that Bigfoot with an anti-gravity belt is pretty up there and it is at this point it's time it, is, it is on the top floor alright it is leveling the penthouse
1: <laughs> I, just, I don't know I, it just, that would not surprise me if somebody like came to me and said that they had a picture of that I'd be like okay let me see the picture like that just wouldn't I'm not sure what would surprise me at this point I don't know
4: you come a to really think bad. about it, yeah, a bigfoot with a gravity anti gravity bullet that's that's fucking trippy, man. That's out there, yeah.
1: I mean, you know, <laughs> if it's I mean, it's gotta be an intelligent being or whatever Clearly, you it it is. It's eluded us for so long. Okay, it's Clearly. so okay, It's, Clearly. So so yeah. it's okay, either okay. the luckiest thing out there or it's really, really smart. And if it's really, really smart really, really it fake. uses an anti gravity <laughs> belt, then I mean Booya! I got nothing. I got nothing. I got nothing. Hey, you
0: know, (laughs) I'll say it once. I'll say it again. Everybody, I live in Oregon. All right, I live all by this neighbor I got here right now is a hunter from all, and you know they need to never see no bigfoot. And it seems to me that a lot of people that see bigfoot are the people that just really don't go out a lot. So all (laughs) I have to say is, you see a bear sitting up in the woods or whatever, maybe you call bigfoot, but I just. Don't believe the Bigfoot thing myself because I have never had an encounter, and so there are people who can say the same thing about me, of course, in my gig. But um, I don't. I just don't believe that there is something. I mean, every video you have out there is a blurry thing. My cameras are blurry. Everything's, you know. So it's. I don't know. It's to me, it's a wishy-washy deal. Uh, maybe Bigfoot is uh, slick and he has got his anti-gravity belt and now be able to, you know,
2: outsmart us all. So. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to believe it. It's just not working.
1: Has to be a way. <laughs> so proud. what? Wait, what part is it? Is it the fat? Is it Bigfoot? Or is it the anti gravity belt? Or is it just? It's the, the, the anti
2: gravity belt? belt. It's it's the anti gravity belt. It really really is. It's, so it's is the, it
1: the fact that Bigfoot has one or the? No fat no no. It's not, not Bigfoot. It's Bat
2: Squatch who has wings.
1: It's the bat. Wait wait what?
2: That's what I'm saying. He was telling us that Bat Squatch, which already has wings, is using an anti gravity belt to fly.
1: Right. Well, I mean, wouldn't... why not?
4: <laughs> That's right. <a, laughs> but <laughs> why not?
5: <laughs> Hold on. Aliens <laughs> you're okay with,
4: you know, ghosts you're cool with, Bigfoot you're okay with, but if it's got wings, oh, psh, crazy.
2: It, no no if it's got wings it doesn't need any technology to help it fly. Is
4: it's what got I'm saying. arthritis. Then what if no what if the wings are not natural wings and they're artificially created somehow with some technology and they're made to look real? Right. Maybe this maybe is that, you know
1: maybe his wings are that anti-gravity belt that we're so maybe this is some bats genius watch, is bats
4: watch.
2: Okay.
1: No Why maybe bat's watch is a genius. Angels aren't
0: the only things that has clean health. Well angels
2: are the only thing that has hands and arms as well as wings. Show me another thing on this planet that has hands as well as wings.
1: As far as fairies. Fairies. I literally just said fairies.
5: (coughs) Fairies Yes, you did say
2: fairies. You know, show me some Tinkerbell and we'll talk.
1: Well, I mean you can't really show you Michael either, so why are angels acceptable but fairies aren't?
2: I'm not saying angels and fairies are real either.
1: Okay, okay, but you are much more likely to believe in an angel than a fairy. Isn't that true, other guy?
2: No. This is true. Yeah, I you don't would. believe in angels.
1: Think you're lying, because that was your example. I'm just saying, think you're lying. Think you're a big, fat, lying liar.
2: Get in line. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to believe it's just not working out well. I,
1: <laughs> wow. I know you want to believe. I know. I know it's okay. Really. I want to believe,
0: yes I want to believe too I want there to be a Bigfoot Because that you know would be what? ultimately cool
2: that would I mean, be- I want I, I, I could more likely believe that there's a Bigfoot With all the near footage that's been captured But a Batsquatch yeah, That's a little bit pushnick for me I want to believe it's it's just just like
1: a demon that crossed over from the hell dimensions and somebody just saw it. And I don't know. I don't know. Something like that. I'm not getting any of
0: that. The weirdest
1: thing that I ever read that, I mean, just sounds like a really good sci-fi story to me. Well, uh, Rich, angels and fairies are not the same thing. (laughs) Um, that really just sounded like a good sci fi story to me was I read this whole thing about some guy who apparently says that he was stationed on Mars via the government and he was doing time travel and they were. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, that guy. Oh, oh my God. He goes into it. Like, it it, literally, like I was reading a book, but it was supposedly like a quote unquote true account. That was a little weird for me. I could buy that.
0: I could actually buy into that more than I could Bigfoot with an anti gravity belt.
4: <laughs> no, no. Not, a, the not a
0: Bigfoot, though.
4: Oh, no, you're, Dad, you're talking about. Get... You're, she's talking about Massaggio, right? They're, they're talking For about...
2: the 15th time, though, dude, we're not talking you're about sold. a Bigfoot. We're talking about a Bat Squatch, which is a Bigfoot with wings already <laughs> using wings. <laughs> right. an there There's a difference between you. Sasquatch, who doesn't have wings, and Bat Squatch, who apparently does.
1: <laughs> Still a story, and I think the. I love how we they're the one. makeup of mythological creatures. Like this. Right, this is what it means to me so much. Like, no, no, this thing that doesn't apparently exist does not look like that. No, I think we, we all
4: agree on one thing. Uh, none of us believes this thing is real, right? Like,
1: the bat's watch? uh again Yeah. yeah. Maybe. By the way,
4: other guy, if you're gonna chew on stuff, like uh, mute yourself. Cause... Sorry. It's the Yeah.
2: Other
1: guy. <laughs> Like, so
2: my nerves are my nerves are hacking at me from this whole discussion of back squat. What are you eating? What are you
4: eating a burrito? What the hell are you eating with it? What are you munch it up? It was a peanut. Not peanut. eating peanuts live on air, man. Like,
5: well this, guy, this guy, here
4: has like the, the tendency to eat while he's live on air. Like he has like the worst on air manners of any host I've ever, like been around. No, it, okay,
2: okay. First off, I'm not the one who's burped on air.
4: Well, hold on, but you're the one that were live on uh, on Mufon, was eating live on air. Remember, Crystal? Just munching remember, away. Oh, God, he was he on was ice. Hard. Just crunching like, ice. Ah,
1: the worst God. recording environment ever. Like, literally ever. Like, if you were trying, like, so oh my bad God. trying to get this out. If, oh.
2: if I was trying to screw it up, up I did the best job, r- huh? Absolutely
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the other guy is literally the worst, y'all. Like, no fucks were given. Like, none. None. At <laughs> uh, <laughs> least you didn't
0: pee on air, because yes, for all those listeners out there, that did happen, a listener went and our guest went and peed on air, and you could hear everything, and he didn't mute it, and so it was uh, quite comical, so yes, actually,
4: that's that's not the first time that's happened, Uh, the original co-host, the original co-host on this show, the guy who fell asleep and never made it to the first show on Dark Matter Radio, you guys know what I'm talking about. Uh, no? Anyway. We're not going to uh, say his name? No. He no,
2: no, no. who shall not be named.
4: Right. Let's just say he was in Florida and he liked airplanes. But anyway, moving on. Uh, he, uh, Wait a
2: minute. We had John Travolta on? What?
4: Yes, we had him on also. No, but uh, this gentleman, and I use that term very loosely, he actually peed on air once when we were doing a show on Block Talk Radio years ago. We were live, We had like, like 50, 60 listeners on the uh, stream and, uh, we're you know, we're talking, we're going on back and forth, and all of a sudden we hear the stream, we're like, are you peeing live on air? It's like, yeah, man, I'm taking a piss. I, I can't hold it anymore.
1: Mute yourself. Put the,
4: put the phone down, down, down. man. I mean, you like,
1: even get, like, this whole little fucking dashboard with blog talk. It's so right. easy to mute. <laughs>
0: like, what? Yeah, I, I always have to make sure I clean the, uh, you know, drain myself out before the show and all that, you Me know, too. Do what I can do and because uh, I gotta pee about four times an hour. I mean, what so, do
4: you think we take you know. breaks here? We don't make money off those sponsor ads. I mean, it's not like we're loaded, you know, because of those ads we play. No, it's because I like peeing in between the show. Like, it's sometimes you gotta go pee.
2: It's true. When you gotta go, you gotta go. Apparently,
4: you gotta go exactly. Yeah, so, I, you know, not only me but the guests. You know, I pee now.
1: I mean, I'm completely see what I'm understanding saying. Understanding of that. All I'm saying is there are ways to mute your microphone. That's all I'm saying. That's, yeah. That's, it's just. I mean, you do what you gotta do. But damn. So <laughs> really? that.
4: So that, that's not the only occasion that's happened on radio, uh, Chris. It's happened to me before. Like that's why I'm very like suspect on who I have on the air as a co-host, especially as a co-host. Uh you know nowadays it, you really have to it's like you have to pass the p test if if I don't suspect <laughs> that you would do that on if I suspect that you would do that kind of stuff on air, I wouldn't have you on the show like no, but if you pass the test and i I don't suspect you would do that by the way the other guy's on the bubble on that list okay it would, oh, it would stink.
2: I thanks
4: <laughs> you so you do all kind of other things on the air man it's just it's crazy.
2: Well, at least it's humorous. You don't hear me having bodily releases in the middle of the show. Yep, yep, yep. uh,
1: Really, like, burping is it for you? You've chewed ice? Like, the ice is constant. The ice is constant. It's literally just as... Like, a burp is a one-time thing. Unless you're burping for, like, 20 minutes, it's like a one little thing and it's over. Your ice-chewing is constant.
2: Well, I, I stopped. You don't hear me doing that often on the radio. See,
4: even Rich over here in the chat room is uh, sharing his past. He said, look, I peed once on air, and uh, you were there, but I didn't think the sound uh, would travel down you the hall. You were hallway. there, really?
2: Who, who, was I, there? who was I, there? I was guess there? I, was there.
4: I was there. I don't know. Uh, black okay, tongue, yeah. radio station. As long yeah, as you yeah,
2: weren't
4: holding the, it, you know. That's, no, 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 no. He lives on the, the other not, side of the country, dude. Yeah, that'd be kind of yeah, hard. but he said you were there. Wait a, wait a second. That, that doesn't sound right. That'd be kind of hard. <laughs> Moving on. Um, those were I mean,
1: the... That was not You did not it.
4: No. Those were the Block Talk Radio days. and uh, since It walked right e into there, that
2: joke, man.
4: Yeah, completely. Uh says we did a three-hour gig. I don't know. That might have been on his show also, but they, that happened us probably a couple times, I, I suspect, on the Block Talk days. I mean, what, what else do you do on Block Talk Radio besides P on air? Like, maybe that's the best thing you can do on that network. You was. Know?
2: Well, it could be worse. You know, you could be lighting up a bong in the middle of a radio show. You know, no one's on that look. Go for
1: that's
4: it, Chris. Happened all
1: the time. Like, that's like, <laughs> do it. There you go. Shh, sh-
4: let, him go. Let, let him go. Let him rip. Go ahead, Chris.
2: That's what a UFO needs to sound like when it's flying.
3: There
4: you go. Yeah, baby. I mean, I wasn't taking
0: it. I, was I was sucking in the
4: bong. All right, now, guys, we it's have to get to the wall of weird. we got some weird news, right? Uh, you guys ready for the segment? You guys ready? Ready? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <No. laughs> hit me, hit me, hit me. Here we go. All of Weird
2: News on Skywatcher's radio. Okay, it's way too
4: quiet. What's the Wall of Weird?
0: That's really weird.
4: Yeah, yeah, it's weird. Now, uh Wall of Weird News, guys, uh this week we have uh what, Chris? What what'd you bring to us this week? Put you on the spot like that. You saw that?
0: That was good. Well I didn't bring anything but myself this week and
5: uh <laughs> and
4: that folks is the wall of weird for twenty seventeen. Yeah, February fourteenth.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. uh-huh. I was
4: hit like a I
0: was hit like a deer in the middle of the highway by, by a
1: semi. You kidding?
4: Put him on the spot just like that.
1: Was that. Awesome. <laughs> that was good. He was just like Well, I mean he didn't even try to like play he's like, Nope, I got nothing. No, no, no. Yeah, he's like I got, I got, nothing. got
0: nothing
4: nothing.
1: This was all just recently
0: no, landed to me, so uh I can look up something real quick if you give me time. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh here's actually <laughs> some of about about uh... the wall of Weird
3: segment i feel... no you have to. No, i mean I that. tried to
4: explain to him I think I think he you know he was a little busy with that bong of his huh was that, was that the problem Chris gee well, I was writing to somebody
0: that whole entire time you were kind of talking to me about it and I was in the middle of writing to somebody
4: so in other words when I was speaking it was coming out like Charlie
0: Charlie Brown's school teacher voice a little bit yeah. happening there yeah
4: yeah yeah <laughs> I figured all
1: right. Well, I mean, hey, I like this
0: honesty we got going on.
4: Now, What's sadly on? enough, it, it's been kind of a slow week in ufology as it is. It's not really a lot going on. Uh, the big thing, of course, this month is we have uh, the UFO Congress, uh, which uh, takes place in uh, in Arizona. We unfortunately are not going to be able to be there at uh, February fifteenth through the nineteenth. And uh, if you guys go to openminds.tv, TV, you can register right from their website and, uh, and go and. Take part in, in it. Unfortunately, we're like I said, not going to be able to be there. But ne- next year, for sure, we're going to be there. We're going to represent. Faux
1: show, Faux show, Faux show. No, show. What's Fo the show.
4: What's the next big conference coming out this uh, year? Do you guys know? After this one, I mean, move I on know. again, right? Move on to no. the year.
0: The contact in the desert coming up here soon.
4: That might be it. Yeah. Well, isn't mm-hmm. that well? that's U F O Congress. Yeah. When is contact in the desert? When is that doing?
0: Oh, it was May, I thought.
2: Don't ask me. I'm not in front of the computer. I'm running off my cell phone right now.
0: Running I've been off. getting um, yeah, on my Internet little uh, updates of saying, uh, order tickets now for uh, contact in the desert, blah, blah, blah. So Nice.
1: Okay. I thought fun. it said
0: May.
4: Hmm.
1: Well, here, I'll look it up. I'll find out. Let's fi- let's ask Google because Google knows all.
4: There you go. She's very googable.
1: I'm Google. <laughs> it's like my favorite. <laughs> that just sounds so weird now. It's, like, it's the greatest word ever. She is uh, Google-able. I love it. I don't even know how to. She's say so it.
2: Popular, She's so popular. She's googable. I'm
4: googable. Now there's an article here from uh... May
1: May nineteenth, <clears throat> the nineteenth to the twenty second. Oh, our favorite guy George Nori, is gonna be there.
4: Oh Woo! yeah.
1: Oh shit.
4: Well right now he he Graham is Hancock. uh Chris Brown's favorite guy, right, Chris? Oh really? Yes
0: he is. I hope to be a George Norrie <laughs> fan of True Faith one day, but we will see.
1: <laughs> That's the lineup so for contact in the desert is uh there's gonna be a George Norrie, a Graham Hancock, a Stephen Greer, a Giorgio A. Uh, I'm not even going to try to pronounce his last name. There's a Robert. There's, there you go. Yeah. There's a Robert uh, Scooch? Scooch. Oh,
4: as we like to call him, Rich Giordano
1: 2.0. Rich Giordano. That's, that, I'm looking at his picture, and it literally mm-hmm. is Rich Giordano 2.0. Yeah. Uh, there's a Senator Gravel. There's a Michael Tellinger, a Linda Howe, a Robert. Uh-huh. Um, oh, um, Linda Howe's going to be there. Wilcox. Stan's
2: going to be there.
4: Of course. Yeah.
1: Corey Goody and Jack Haze
4: Valet. Jacques Vallée. Jacques
2: Vallée.
4: Jacques Vallée. Jacques
1: Vallée. Jacques, Valet. Jacques Valet. Valet. interesting to
4: see. Jacques Vallée. He's Puerto Rican, by the Hancock way. way. Jacques I'm Valet. a big fan
1: of Graham Hancock. I like the Hancock.
4: Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Ho,
0: ho. <laughs> I bet you do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, so while I sit here and chat... <clears throat> All <laughs> right, you can't tell me that you're, like, Twitch-talking me, Chris, and then say things like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay
0: i was just saying. Anyway, I was going to just switch over here. I mean, you Chris walked Chris. right into
4: that, though, Chris. You walked I right I into did. it. I, I, Sorry, did. did. That was, I, I almost know. said it, but he. I was like, ah, let me not go there. And then Chris just blurted out exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. Good job, Chris. I, I, I want to give you a high five. That was a, that was a good job by you. Right. I thought I could think so, yeah.
0: Anyway, no, but as you can see, I had sent something in here. It's Now, unfortunately, it was something that I had had because for – uh, uh somebody on my Facebook that some of you might know as Ralph the Mouth from the Happy Days. Uh is Ralph um, Mouth. Mouth, Mouth, most, Mouth what? uh is uh is a great guy. And he um does a little uh singing, he's a great singer, plays uh, in a Little band that he goes around, but he also does a little bit of film work, and his wife's involved. And what they did is the other day they did a, a U of, uh, a Close Encounters of the Third Kind kind of a little remake thing in a way, kind of a little spoof involving uh, Don, and uh, it was kind of funny and catchy. He he posted it on his Facebook, uh, the link to the um, to the video that they had made and it was just something that was made in between him and his wife that they don't think it was a big big uh, extravagant thing but anyway it was really interesting and it did a real good job and and funny and so i sent a little video here in chat and i guess you could share it where you need to share and um so yeah i thought i'd, I'd plug that in there
2: cool cool mm-hmm.
5: very nice Sounds good.
1: You know, all right anything
2: else made, made the wall of weird
1: we got some weird stuff
2: yeah, Phoenix
4: sliced
1: after 20 years. Oh, go for it. Our fearless leader finds some stuff. Jackal found it. I'm just reading it. Uh, UFO Congress Phoenix sliced after 20 years. Fire in the sky and more fines for the serious and the curious. Uh, detail, I think, detail. What is this like? A what is this? Okay, so here we go. I found the article. It's one of those stupid websites with a million ads. It's killing me. Um, I love them. Whether you're a believer or not, Phoenix was once the epicenter of UFO phenomenon. It's been 20 years in March that the night sky caught the attention of those in Valley and World via the Phoenix Light. The event continues to be the focus of a worldwide obsession and is a central focus of the 2017 International UFO Congress in Scottsdale. A free film festival kicks off the event on Tuesday, February 14th, so that was tonight. And then the conference runs from Wednesday the 15th until Sunday February 19th, which is my brother's birthday, by the way. So happy birthday to my brother on the 19th. Uh, The importance of the Phoenix Light Mass UFO sighting, a panel discussion, will look at the March 13th, 1997 hovering lights and large craft that were witnessed by thousands and later explained, although not to everyone's satisfaction, as military flares. Because that is such a good excuse. UFO documentary filmmaker James Fox is moderating and will share his own Phoenix Light investigation and never-before-seen footage of former Governor uh, Fifi. That's really a name. Fifi. Fifi. Barney Fifi.
2: Barney Fifi. No,
1: Fifi. Fifi Simmington. Yeah, Fifi Simmington discussing his sighting (laughs) that night. Um, A second discussion led by Fox is a chance to hear from Valley witnesses to the lights. So I call back
4: squash in that name, Fifi for what?
1: I know, like that's I'm like yeah, like a dog, you know. Is, I thought we were Fifi is scene. related
4: to Pepe
2: Le Pew. <laughs> yeah, <bro. laughs>
1: apparently, I do not know.
2: yeah, it's, it sounds like somebody named their little poodle dog, you know.
1: I know that's why I was confused. I was like, wait, that's really. This amazing. is my
2: friend Fifi. <laughs> Hello, my name is Jacques Lestrap, and uh, this is Fifi. Mm-hmm. Wow! I know that sounded really bad. I know. Wow! I know if you if you, and and Angel, don't forget to point out if you have any complaints, please send it to
4: you right there, just that guy right there, okay. the other guy. <laughs> right now, it's all you. <laughs>
2: it's all me. It's all my fault. I know. I know.
4: I know. The other guy at SkywatchersRadio.com. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Did you actually make that email for me? Because I've yet to use it.
4: Yeah, I think it is actually a uh, legit email, and I I, I think you legit never actually locked into it yet.
2: There's a lot of no, things you no. don't do
4: that you're supposed to, you know, you're supposed hey, to be do. Hey, do me a
2: favor. Put, tell me what the password you're supposed is to be the doing. so everybody else can check it. What? <laughs> <laughs> Give me the password on the air so everybody else can check <laughs> it for like everybody me.
5: Everybody else right that no, don't do
4: that.
1: No, 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 no. <laughs> Aww. The password right. is the password.
4: By the way, we're, I'm here in, uh, chat, you know, chatting with, uh, Rich Giordano from the Rich Giordano Show, right here on PSN Radio. And, uh, you know, it's funny because you're looking at his photo and I've known Rich for a lot longer than I've known of Giorgio Tucalus. Uh, but it's so clear that Giorgio Tucalus copied Rich. I mean, look at that picture. Look at Giorgio's picture with his hair all crazy. And their last, you know, his last name is, uh, is Giordano and, uh, the, of course the other guy's Giorgio. It's like they're mirror imaging each other, G-I-O. Huh? Coincidence?
2: B i n g. Oh, sorry.
4: I don't think so. Mm. I don't believe in coincidences. Well, there's coincidences. thieves everywhere. Right. I say yeah, I'll bit. beat them every.
2: Beat them all. Beat them all. all. Let God sort <laughs> them out. <laughs> beat uh,
4: em all. Now, Chris, you asked to be <laughs> here in probably something about a second chat. What's going on with that?
1: Uh, after
4: the show. Oh, all right. Well, fine.
1: I know. I'm be all mysterious. Ooh.
5: That's
1: right. The
4: audience doesn't have to know about that kind of stuff.
1: I right. know. I know. That's just for you. Wait, Pookie, wait. come on. <laughs> <laughs> I thought
4: that was a general question. My bad.
1: <laughs> no worries. I typed that and then you called me and everybody was on the line, so that's fine. It could do. We could do it can oh, a lot okay. after
4: the show. Oh, gotcha. 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 Now that makes kind of look, makes a little bit of sense, just a little bit. So we, okay. I guess we have no, we have nothing else uh, the. Whole, and yeah, there is kind of an echo, and uh, I think it's uh, coming from either the other guy or.
2: No, I'm on a, you know, I, I'm on a totally different headset you. right now, so.
1: Um, Here, Chris, unmute yourself try. real quick. Make sure my webcam. We have my webcam on. We make sure that mic isn't on. Everybody mute better
0: when, so, Yeah, so I muted myself, and um, I
5: and did now not hear myself, myself again. Yeah.
4: I yeah, think right It here. was yeah. crystal. Woohoo! Finally, sense. it's wait, not my wait. fault.
1: That's Yay! Not. I don't know. Well, hang on. I'm going to wait. Hang on. Let me. Um...
4: Mute myself for a second. Let's see. What yep, don't
0: like. say anything, and we'll ramble. Shh.
1: Okay. Hang on. Wait. I got to go to the screen, and I'm muting
4: myself. Okay. Good. We
2: can't hear her now. Let's talk about her. Yeah, oh, but there's like a
4: little buzzing sound on the uh, screen. You hear it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm
2: hearing a little buzzing as well too.
4: Here, mute yourself there, Alan. Yeah, hang on. Oh, ah, yeah. okay. it's the other guy. Yep, it's the other.
0: It's guy. It's me again. Are it's you. The
4: you. It's the other. It's always the, the other hell? guy. <laughs> Completely the other guy's fault. <laughs> See, that's what we what do. The hell?
5: You we do it live on I radio because
4: because we, we don't have them live, you know, like an hour before to do sound checking or anything, so we can't hey, get you I know, was, all these technical I was ready issues. Fifteen minutes, minutes
2: before to do a sound check, you said I sounded fine.
4: Well, you, you sound okay, but that buzzing sound does not go away. It, it is you. Sh- it is you. It is you. Weird. It's
2: weird. <laughs> uh, I I don't know why. I, I mean, are, you, on, are you your next your next like are you next to like a machine? Are you next to? are you next to a machine
4: or?
1: Other what are you guys, doing you exactly? Just have like one like little setup that you always use for radio and don't touch right. it. Like you it's have. So like easy. I am hundred percent positive that this is available. Well
2: with all my travelling I can't always take the whole entire rig with me. Make it you a laptop. need a whole rig, you need a laptop you, like, and a sell headset a thousand
1: and different things. You can't have right. like a dedicated streaming laptop.
2: No, I don't no, I can't afford it because nobody's bought my stuff.
4: My goodness, that is just
1: a lie. <laughs> I don't believe you. I do not believe you. At Nobody's all. bought
2: my stuff that I advertise on here, so, so, so no.
1: I do not believe you. I do not. I just want you to know that <laughs>
2: I have not had one good customer from the radio show ever yet.
1: Okay, so, you know what? I'm not even. No, I'm not. No, not touching. <laughs> that. That's, that he's your husband, Jackal. You deal with him.
4: <laughs> no, no, no. He's my hero, Radio Life Mate. Get that That's right. right. It's a hetero... It's a hetero partnership. Yes.
1: I don't care what you call it. That's cool. <laughs> I'm just saying.
4: But see now that that Danny. I uh, no, not Danny. By the way, shouts out to Danny.
2: Danny, how's he doing? Danny what's Danny. going on Where with him? We don't Danny hear did? from him.
4: But now, now that Chris, uh, he's doing good. Now that Chris uh, brought it up, though, it really does uh, like it, it's, re- it's really obvious the echoing. So, Wait, the you echoings coming
2: from me or the buzzing sounds coming from me?
5: Everything is coming, coming from, from you me. Yeah everything. <laughs> Are you serious
2: The
0: yeah,
5: entire enchilada you're
2: dude Like serious. everything
1: <laughs>
2: I mean I, I Even the Echo too Really Everything
1: Everything
2: uh, I gotta go find Another headset then Which I I don't know if it's the headset
4: or... I think it's uh, This is a user error cause, I mean we're three years Into this show now guys. You know,
2: know I, I, No no <laughs> I'm, not, I'm using my cell phone right now On the house Wi-Fi. To do this because the all headset right, let me ask you, that let me I do have mean. doesn't plug properly into the laptop that I have.
4: I have a question for you. Are you near an AC vent or an AC unit?
2: No, but I do have a ceiling fan that's spinning right now.
4: Okay, turn that Would off. that be it? Turn it off.
2: All right, all right, all right. Hang on one second. I'll let
5: you guys This is what he does, people.
4: This is what the other guy does. he we're live on radio. Yeah, let's have the, uh, the, the fan on. The big loud ass fan. Let's have that on right here in front of me. Watch it. You know. the, the quiet is going to get shh. shh, shh.
1: <laughs>
2: okay, I just shut it off. I it's starting to it slow it's down. Film.
1: Like, he is like the conduit. Because as soon as he walked back towards <laughs> his microphone, I heard it. That was amazing. Like, it was quiet. And then as soon as he approached, I heard that little ooh.
2: <laughs> Maybe I'm such an electrifying personality that I'm giving off some feedback that you're not happy about. How about that?
1: Oh, that I mean, that's great. awesome. I'm da- I mean, that's really cool. I feel like, I mean, I can teach you how to put up a shield. Like, you know, there's some shielding techniques you could do so you don't affect your electronics. Oh, yeah,
4: you need a shield around, you need a wall, like Trump said. See, now, there's a little bit less buzzing sound, but I still hear the echo.
2: I'm not saying anything, and you're still hearing an echo.
4: Well, no, but mute yourself real
0: quick. You just mute. mute yourself when you're not talking. <laughs> there. Now no, let's see if there's going to there. be echoing. I hear, nothing. I hear nothing. nothing.
4: Yeah, I do. No, do I, do? no, I still hear it. No, I still hear it. Yeah. Yep.
1: Now no. I heard it. Now I heard it. Oh, I, I heard hear
2: it. myself. Oh, oh, I no. heard
0: myself. What the hell?
5: What the hell? It's twice as worse. Oh what my God. You? Okay, oh. so
2: it's not me there. So there, haha! It's not o- it's not me or not only me.
4: I think it's you. I think it is.
2: But I was on mute and You guys couldn't hear me.
1: It got worse when you muted yourself. That was amazing. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> oh wait, no oh, wait. Echo. echo, 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 echo.
4: This is the oh, echo. oh crap, oh, crap. Yeah, baby.
1: Yeah, baby.
4: The all echo radio.
2: Okay, so it wasn't me creating the echo issue. Nah. No, I'm pretty
1: sure it was still you. Uh, <laughs>
2: yeah. You. <I'll> f- <laughs> flippity flip, oh, flippity-flip, flippity-flip-flip. Yeah.
4: I think we're all going to just universally say it was your fault. It was.
2: Fine, like I said, I'll be the scapegoat, sure. You know, make you me the scapegoat. You screwed us like a...
4: There you go. Mm-mm. Go ahead, Chris. Like yeah, a gerbil there. and Richard Go ahead, Heath. Chris.
0: No. Whoa!
4: Wow! was going to say? Why did you? Wow! Do that? Yeah, like there was no need for that. I'm dude. sorry. It just
2: it, it just came out of nowhere. I'm sorry. Was that was I'm that politically sorry. incorrect?
0: I set you up once again. I set you up to fail, just like with the last one, with the with the lottery, and now I go in and say this and poor other guy. I feel like so I, it's, it's, you it's go all going the path bad
2: my way. <laughs> it's all going bad. Help
0: me. Well, it's really me. going bad. It's going down like a turd in a right now,
1: man. <laughs> <laughs> the analogy. Thanks. Like,
2: we idea. really needed that visual there.
1: Wow. <laughs> that was it. it really is. I'm sorry. Alrighty then.
2: All right, let's, what time are we supposed to get our What's guest it? on at this point? Well, I'll
4: tell, you, I'll tell you this much. That analogy actually leads us to our next uh, segment. We have 20 minutes before we get Paul Del Robich on the uh, show here. Uh, but it leads us directly to our next segment. That's right. You know what I'm talking about, guys. Oh yeah. Blast from the a-hole? Blast from the a-holes. That's right. That's right. This is uh, Blast from the a-hole time. You guys ready? Huh? Let's do it. I'm excited. Because, sure. uh, you know, it's... Got else, really. Yeah. <laughs> That's Go all ahead, we
1: got throw it week, out there. <laughs> That's all we got. Like, really, let's like, do it. My body is ready. I'm excited. Who whoa. hates us this week?
4: Who? Whoa, whoa. What did you say there?
1: I said, who hates us <laughs> this week?
4: Well, let's take a look at the uh, list here. Let's see who hates us this week. Okay, you ready? Oh, this is going to be a good one. Oh. Oh baby, yeah, this is good. All right, check this out. Alice, uh yeah, or actually, uh yeah, Alice wants to know. She wants to know how much wood would a woodchuck chuck if an alien probed a woodchuck? Well, I think we got this one. <laughs> <laughs> <But>. <laughs> 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 oh, chuck,
1: that's funny. Chuck, chuck
4: yeah, if I don't think that that's going to count.
1: Probed a woodchuck. Hmm.
2: Yeah, that's a tough one. Uh, I, I mean, I, I, what?
1: Okay, so what species of alien? Okay, what kind of probe was used? I mean, can we get a little bit more specific here?
4: Hmm, I don't think Alice uh, was thinking about too specifically uh, the question here, but uh, I don't think she
1: was either. Yeah. Um,
2: no. Yeah. I don't know. I'm gonna loss for words on this one. That's uh, all I could say. I'm like, wow, that's. Yeah, I have no idea how to respond to that one.
1: It's a, great question.
4: it's a great question mm, yeah i mean i uh, i'm looking at this and i'm thinking how much wood would a woodchuck chuck if an alien probed the woodchuck
1: why would an alien probe a woodchuck like is the but alien curious about the wood well that's a good point that's a very good point
4: you know i wouldn't i mean they, they probed us
1: That's true, that's true, that's true. I mean, wouldn't the answer be none because the woodchuck would have been taken up to the alien spaceship?
0: I don't know. I say this. How much wood could an alien, er never mind, I'm not going to say it. I forget it. I'm not too tongue-tied with the whole thing.
4: How much wood would a woodchuck chuck if an alien probed the woodchuck? Oh! Uh, I mean,
1: can we? I get double. I mean, I
4: Alice, Alice, this is brilliant. It's a brilliant question. I don't know I'm gonna. We have to George put this. With we're gonna an
0: alien. Chuck, I don't know. Chuck up an alien could chuck wood. How about that?
4: I don't know, but I'm gonna put this as a poll on the website because, as you know, because as everybody, we love a good poll here on the show, and uh, we're yeah. gonna put this on the poll on our, on our website, SkywatchersRadio.com, and hopefully next week we'll have uh, some uh, people that. Leave their comments on there, and uh, they tell us uh, what they think of this question. How much wood would a woodchuck chuck if an alien probed the woodchuck?
1: Indeed, indeed.
4: I don't I mean I don't know how to answer that. I mean I'm lost. I, don't either. Yeah. I don't either. I don't
1: I've got. I, yeah, I, really I'm, I'm, I want yeah. her to call in so we can ask her more details about the question, so we can try to formulate a better answer for her.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I got another question here from uh, Sam. Sam wants to know what scares you more: anal probes or penile sperm extraction? Ouch.
1: I mean, well, for me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Because. Yeah. No no sperm. You're you're lucky that way. Yeah. Guys.
2: Hmm. No comment. Very sexy.
0: That's all I can say. <laughs> and, but uh, <laughs> very painful for us. So something I don't want to be part of and nor hope to never happen or ever.
4: <clears throat> yeah, I mean, the, here's the thing. Uh anal probes, you know, there's a thing called milk in the prostate. You guys know what I'm talking about? I think it yeah, can't you know, be the worst I, thing I, that I ever happens. I don't know. Uh <laughs> what? Doctor Sue Johansen talked about that <laughs> process, yes. <laughs> you know and you know, the, the, uh, whole thing with the anal probe, uh, or penile sperm extraction, the way that works, uh, they put some, uh, contraption over your, your penis, and, it uh, makes your sperm just, just come out, you know, in, in one pump, I guess. Uh, I don't know how that works. It'd be
0: one of those. You so like, never leave the, I never
4: leave the bedroom. I mean, that's like instant orgasm. So I, I would say that probably the anal probe would be the one that scares me the most. Right? I mean, uh, we're getting yeah. technologically. We're getting to the point that pretty soon we're going to have that orgasm machine over our penis, anyway. Whether aliens are abducting us or not, I mean, that's coming. Everybody's going to be a little
0: deviant hiding out in their rooms, twenty-four-seven.
4: Well, you know, we got the fleshlight now, so that's just like the upgrade to the fleshlight. That's all that is.
1: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> just wow.
4: So, <laughs> yeah, uh, for me. I'm with Crystal on this one. The anal probe scares well, me the most.
1: Know,
5: the,
0: that's a heavy duty thing, for sure. And uh, I'd say, um, let's wait for that day, huh? Maybe it's happened for uh, our grandchildren. We'll be lucky enough to have something like that for them.
1: Um, wait, what did we just wish on the grandchildren? With?
0: <laughs> Fun for the whole family of men. Fun for the
1: whole family. Okay.
0: Well,
4: that's right, boys and girls and children of all ages, gather up the family. Come on down to Walmart this week. I we have a special man. blowout sale on sperm extraction machines. That's right, blowing them out right now on twenty twenty-five. That's the year that they're coming out twenty twenty-five.
0: Okay, eighteen and over, right?
4: You got to be eighteen and over. Yeah. Well, that goes, that kind of goes with. Yeah. Saying. The fact they're going to be sold at Walmart, that's kind of scary.
5: Hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. What does that say about Walmart, huh?
1: Oh, look, I mean, it, yeah, it would happen at Walmart. That's yeah. <laughs> just that place. It would definitely happen at Walmart.
4: Yeah. Uh, so there you go. Uh, hopefully that answers <laughs> your question. Yeah. There you go. I. Uh,
1: yeah. Yeah.
4: think for me, uh, we're
0: questions. not only out in left field, but we're out in left space. Yeah, uh, for real. But um, it's fun.
4: Let's see, I got another one here who says, uh, why does it seem, and this uh, is this coming from Tommy, by the way, Tommy wants to go, goes, why does it seem like everyone, hold on, hold on let me read this, uh, why does it seem like only crazy people believe in Bigfoot? Well, Tommy, because they're crazy, that's really all there is to it. <laughs> <laughs>
5: they're
4: all fucking crazy, like every single one of them believe in Bigfoot, crazy.
5: Crazy, yeah.
1: crazy. that's true. Mm-hmm. It's
0: a whole bunch of crazy people. It's all it is. Um, I mean, I they, no, I, I'm not going to call anybody crazy if they if they if they've truly seen something. Then then I would have had to been there to you know see it too. But you know and to witness it. I understand for me to believe. But if they truly think they seen something, then I'm not going to say it's you know doubt them. I mean, I understand that that maybe there is something and it does affect people to the core and people uh, really get affected by it. So maybe there truly is something.
1: Yeah, I would agree. My dog
4: agrees with you as well. Chris. Yes? Um, crazy. That's all they are.
1: <laughs> They're just um, crazy.
2: These things happen.
1: Well, I, I don't
0: mean, want to offend
1: anybody.
0: And that's that the
1: about...
0: issue. As people get offended by it. it with the, uh, there's been, in my case, the people, oh, people I've, get... I've expressed my opinions to about the Bigfoot, and uh, they... You know, don't they, they feel it very wholeheartedly because they've seen something and they don't take too good to it. They kinda of you know, I could sense it, I I understand where they're coming from and it's just kind of a mutual understanding and I get it. So but there's um there is some distinction there when you wanna, you know, go and say, Oh you're crazy, you know. Some of the
3: Bigfoot people go. You know what brought them. us
4: the Bigfoot? Or really what brought uh, the Bigfoot to man mm-hmm. and made us aware of his existence? No, you want to know? Indian? No, 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 Moonshine.
1: <laughs>
5: Moonshine. What?
4: Moonshine. Okay, well,
5: yeah, I mean.
2: yeah, maybe, maybe you know, because, you know, moonshiners, you know, were, were making their stills in the woods and they
4: saw Bigfoot. How about that one? They saw, like, a, a monkey swinging through the vines. Oh, look at the here yonder. That's a big, big old monstrosity of a thing. What is that there, cousin? Who oh, are y'all my daddy?
5: <laughs> mm-mm, mm-mm. I, I want
2: to crack a joke, but I'm not going oh, to. Oh,
1: so See, I'm being the one who's not being
2: profiling Bigfoot here.
1: Bigfoot experiencer on the show, that that we've just killed that one. <laughs> so, <laughs> if there ever Why, is bi- anybody out there listening who actually has seen Bigfoot, they will not be calling us.
4: Oh, um, I dare them to call in. Come on. Well, no,
2: they, they can't call in. They still have rotary phones, so... That's going to be a little bit of a problem.
4: Ouch. Mm. Wow. Ouch. Wow. wow. It could be
2: worse. They can't listen to our show. They don't have computers.
4: This is true. That's horrible. Oh. That's, horrible. that's the Hold on. That's the Amish, dude. Oh yeah. No, no. let just say you aren't going to
0: be getting invited to any Bigfoot conferences anytime soon.
4: No. No. You get kissed um, and goodbye. Yeah. yeah. Probably not. Kiss that and goodbye. Yeah.
2: Well, I, I don't think I'll be going to any Bat squat conferences. I'm sure. Um, Bigfoot conferences. Well, if they got maybe. any of
0: those belts for sale? There you will.
2: Yeah, I want to get me. I yeah. want to get me an anti-gravity belt. That's right. I want an anti-gravity belt.
1: Be I mean, let me down Who for that. Want an anti-gravity belt? Let's really just put it. Okay. Down okay. There. Here's here's a
2: good philosophical question. Which would you rather have? A cloak of invisibility or an anti-gravity belt?
1: Cloak of invisibility.
4: Yeah, I'm uh, going with that.
0: High gravity belt, man.
4: Yeah, but it's kind of dangerous on an anti gravity belt. I don't know. You could know, go too high up there and lose your breath. You can go through and pass a plane
2: out. engine, you know. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Cloak of invisibility. You can walk into like women's locker rooms and, hey, ladies, you won't see me coming. Literally. You
5: know what? <laughs> oh, on Moving on.
2: Oh wow, that really came oh. out of his mouth. Wow. All you can do though, this is the thing, is that
0: you're you're kind of lim- limited a little bit by, by that, and from the other. So, I don't that's know. right.
4: Mm-hmm. Now I got another question the here. Uh, get
0: from the store to A to Z, bam, bam, and no traffic, and here, da, 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 You know, just like everywhere you want to go, like A to Z is far more handier, I would think, with your anti-gravity belt.
4: Yeah, you mm-hmm. would think, but still, kind of more, I it's mean, a little bit more dangerous than the
0: Bigfoot, you know, wandering around with wings. You know, with uh, you know, osteoporosis in his in his left wing or something. That very much that
4: yeah. I I very much of this uh this big with uh anti gravity. Yeah, I, I'm
2: I'm expect- I'm expecting bats. No so old. Right. He needs a walker.
4: Yeah, I don't think he's gonna have it. You know, osteoporosis. But TikTok We have uh, a couple more questions here on the uh, uh, Blaster through the a hole uh, that I want to get to. Uh, Jeff wants okay. to know: Is Donald Trump's hair real or is it an alien? Wow. Thank you, Jeff, wow. for that. Yeah, I'm going to go alien on this one. What do you guys think?
2: I did not put googly eyes on it, so uh, I'm going to say I don't know.
1: I'm calling it alien.
4: Yeah, I'm, I'm saying alien on this one. Yeah,
1: it's definitely an alien. Wouldn't
2: would it be cool, though, to put googly eyes on his hair?
4: That would yes. be cool. That would be really that
1: cool. That would be amazing.
4: Now, the last, uh, funny. question of the, uh, of the week here, of course, we go through five questions every week, hopefully. Uh, sometimes three, cause, you know, we, we don't have enough time, but hopefully we'll get to at least five every week. The, uh, fifth question here is, uh, they wanna know, this comes from, uh, somebody named Deb. She goes, why will not you answer my phone, Angel? You're, you know, you're the father. Oh, wait, oh, shit, hold on.
5: <laughs>
4: <laughs> Never mind, uh, that's all we have for this week's, uh, blast through the a-hole, and, uh, uh. <clears throat> There we go. Mm-hmm. We're good. Mm-hmm. Moving yeah, on. Quick
2: save there. Quick save. Yeah, we quick got
4: save. Paul Dale Roberts coming on, guys, at the other uh, the other side of the hour here. We got about six minutes before that happens, though. So uh, let's see. Uh, let's uh, let's banter for about six minutes. So what do you say, guys? What do you got? Anything? All right.
1: Sure. Let us uh, banter. Let's all huddle Anymore, for a second Any more woodchuckers?
4: Let's all wood huddle let's for a second. Let's think of. Uh, let's brainstorm. What do you guys want to talk about here? Anything?
1: What are we talking about here? Um what are we talking
0: about here? I do like to talk about one thing and you know, know what that is? Uh oh. What's that? Is it green? No. I wanna I wanna I wanna talk about um me and how, how cool I am and just basically just lush about myself and talk about me. For the next season. No, that's wrong. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear yeah, that, me, that shit.
1: I
5: mean, again, I mean,
0: at
1: least he's honest about what <laughs> he wants to you. do. Oh, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just trying to kill time. All right, here. all right. Here, I'm no, no I got it. I got it. Here's the question. Nobody wants to hear that. What would be, what would be your ideal experience in encountering an extraterrestrial or any other kind of paranormal being? Come what here. would it be?
3: <sighs> you know, Ground ground. I,
0: okay, you know what I want from that alien. You know
2: what I want? You want... I want let that. me guess. You want... You want... It's sperm. <laughs> Five years to the
1: Powerball lottery.
0: And then um, the biggest one. Lord it. And, and And, yep. And then I get all the money in the world.
1: So if you...
0: But, <laughs> it had it I, love,
1: I love, You're going to meet... <laughs> I love the priorities. That's just I time love Time travel. All
0: we right. If the, the alien can okay. like, you know, give me, the, give right. me the, the lowdown.
1: All right. Other guy, go.
2: Um, I like the time travel idea. That's not a bad idea. Um, let's see. What's? I don't know. I don't know. Um, what's the question again?
1: The question was, what would be your hmm. ideal experience if you encountered an extraterrestrial or okay. a paranormal being?
2: I okay. love the way he on pays attention
4: my... to the show he's on. It's just really interesting.
2: My answer would probably be is I want to meet an alien or, an, or a paranormal entity on my terms, not on their terms, where I'm in control of the situation, not that they are.
1: I feel like I could really psychoanalyze all of these answers. I love them. Okay, go. Go, Angel.
4: Well... My idea would begin with me taking a trip to the desert and being stopped by this extraterrestrial entity, or as we like to call them, EBEs, on their UFO ship. Right now, they stop my car for whatever reason. My car starts to malfunction because of these bastards, and they stop me in the middle of the desert. And uh, of course, they do their whole beam me up uh, into their ship, you know, thing. And next thing you know, I wake up and I'm inside their ship and these uh, little gray guys, they there talking to me and telling me about how if I wear this suit they're going to give me, I will become a superhero and I'll be the world's first greenest American superhero. Yeah. <laughs> and then they will put me right back in my car and wake up with this big, beautiful black box that has a red suit in there that I would wear on a daily basis They would give me the powers of Superman. That's right. I would be the world's greatest American hero, and, and I would with vote your Donald luck, Trump
2: you'd him. lose the instruction manual on how. to That
4: would it. definitely happen to me on day one. Yes. Yes. <laughs>
5: mm-hmm. That's
0: awesome. <clears throat>
5: you know that would be know, my ideal they, situation. Like, my
0: money yeah. thing, you know, or maybe if they have like a secret ingredient for the for all eternal life source, where so they drink this and then you live, you know, for, you'll be healthy forever. Then uh, that would be okay.
2: Now, here's the question. You're healthy forever, but do you still
0: age? Oh, you don't. You're the, you're the you know, everybody looks at you like you're the greatest, you know, you're the you're the cro Magnum of the world. You're the next. Yeah, but see, when
4: you're a superhero and you have this suit on, you don't age while the suit is on. So literally, if you have it on the whole time, you'll never age, baby. Just where you have to take a shower, yeah. at this. if not, it get kind of stinky in there. But here's the kicker: people are going to look at you and be like amazed at this great American hero. And I would grow my hair back out, by the way, because I'm bald now. I would grow it back out and I'd put like a jufro thing going on there, uh, just to make a it really jufro. work.
0: Wow, uh, that is another thing you brought up right there. I would love to have my hair back, and if the alien could restore me back to my hair of old,
4: Oh, ah, beautiful, goodness. right? Yeah
0: with your little gel curls, how about if they could get those back there, Angel, huh?
4: Oh, uh, one could only dream.
3: <laughs> yeah, you wish.
4: One could only dream, my friend. Could one
3: dream. could only dream.
4: Unfortunately, when
0: time goes by, things take a turn. But uh, maybe one day.
4: Indubitably. Indubitably. Guys, we're gonna go on a quick commercial break here. Actually, it's not gonna be too quick, but it's gonna be a couple minutes. And when we come back on the other side of the hour here, we're gonna come back with Paul Dale Roberts, our guest of the evening. He's a paranormal investigator, dancer, comic book guy, all around nice guy. And, uh, we've, we've had him on before, so you know Paul Dale Roberts. So, stick around. You know, it's gonna be a a lot of fun. And it's gonna be a treat, like I said earlier, right?
1: You did. You did. Yes.
4: You
2: said it. Yep. You did. You did mention
1: it.
4: Man, I love how you guys, you know, back me up so quickly on the show. It's
1: amazing. I was, like, there. I was we just, like, boom, ready for it.
4: Boom. yeah, right like Amazing. I'm wide we'll on be, earth. We'll, we'll be back, guys. Jesus. Sky Watchers <laughs> Radio. This is what we do.
3: and more superman homepage.com roswell ufos flying saucers
2: alien abduction are we alone information regarding this and many other questions about the unknown are only a click away at www.theufostore.com
0: theufostore.com offers hundreds of dvds about ufos aliens crop circles conspiracies bigfoot suppressed science ancient mysteries. Log on to www.theufostore.com and request a free UFO store catalog. Theufostore.com, the largest selection of UFO products on the internet.
4: All right, everybody, welcome back to Skywatchers Radio Live. That's right, live on PSN-radio.com. Now, a lot of you have been wondering, why has there uh, been so many rerun shows? Uh, Where's Bill and Nancy? Why the heck you guys been off the air for for such a long hiatus? Well, you know what? Your questions are going to be answered one day, I'm sure, but right now we are live and hopefully you're enjoying the show. If if you want answers, we ain't going to give them to you, but you know what? You know who's going to give you some answers? Maybe. Well, maybe not. But he'll try. Our guest of the hour right now, the one and only Paul Dale Roberts, who is, of course, one of our favorites here. All kidding aside, he's one of our favorites on the show. We've had him on before. You know, as we said earlier, he is the guy who uh, coined the term for us, batswatch We had never even heard of this thing, Paul, until you came onto the show and dropped that bomb on us and it's become, like, a hit on the show ever since. Now, Paul... Has a military career, a dancing career, a comic book career, a paranormal investigative career, a writing career, and his hobbies and recreational activities include uh, him as an international traveler who's been to over 55 countries and territories. Now, check this out. He's taken lessons in flying a helicopter, uh Cessna airplane. He's taken lessons in skydiving. My goodness, he's uh, repelled the Moaning Caverns, rode on a hot air balloon. I, I'm afraid of heights. Uh, how the heck do you do all this stuff, Paul? And what do you get the time for all this traveling, my friend? And welcome back to the show. It's like Dave's gone, literally. For real? My
3: goodness.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, are you, are you shocked? We're going a- to call you Paul
3: Bond.
4: Are you shocked of all the things you've done in your life? Is, there, yeah, is that what happened ball. there?
3: <laughs> and then Donald <double> Paul. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I only go. I, I only travel uh, once a year. So um, the, um, last but you year, we do a I lot. to <laughs> So yeah, just nice. once a year. I've been doing this all my life, so that's why I gather so many countries there.
4: I mean, 55 countries and territories. I didn't even know there was that many territories, to be honest with you. I'm going to
3: be fully <laughs> honest. a lot you. of territories out there.
4: Now, since last a time we spoke, territory. which it's been a while. Uh, what's been going on in your neck of the woods? What's new with you, my friend?
3: Well, my wife, Diana, and myself, we went over to Panama City, Panama. We did an investigation over there. Oh, cool. gathered some great stories from over there, so... I'll give you bits and pieces of that. <clears throat> um, we flew over to Colorado to Sand Dunes National Park for the Travel Channel. And um, I related a story uh, uh, of something that happened over at Sand Dunes National Park that you might be interested in. And also, too, uh, um, they sat me in the cabin and pretended I was at Mount Lassen. And I related a story about Mount Lassen. So you're going to see that on Mysteries of the National Parks, two episodes, Mount Lassen Volcanic National Park and Sand Dunes National Park with the San Luis Valley. So we did that for the Travel Channel. Cool. And, um, uh, we've been doing a lot of investigations. We did Mark Twain's, uh, uh, cabin, uh, Samuel Clemens the author of Tom Sawyer, Huckleberry Finn, uh, the Jumping Frog of Calaveras County. So we did that. And uh, we did an investigation uh, over in Roseville, and the lady, Michelle, was the wife of the lead singer of Tesla. And she said that this lead singer uh, of Tesla was uh, practicing satanic rituals and brought a demon into her house. And after they divorced, hmm. Whoa. the demon stayed in the house. So, yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of stuff going on, Angel. Yeah. No. <laughs> so, where do you want me to start? you hey, want me to give you a... I'll tell you what. I'll give you a, one ghost story from uh, Panama City. I got about five of them here. Oh, <laughs> but, uh, there we go. Okay. Uh, okay. Right. <laughs> okay. Now, Definitely I'll you Steven, what... With the I, on tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> And then I'll tell you what happened over at uh, uh, Sand Dunes National Park, and I'll tell you what happened over to, at Mount Lassen Volcanic okay. National Park. Okay, cool. So, anyway, the first ghost story for the night, okay, and this is from Panama City, Panama. That place is really beautiful. Hustle-bustle, a lot of people. Um, the skyscrapers are just gorgeous. I mean, it's just it's a beautiful city. But anyway, um, they have the Convento de la Merced pirate space. And they say that late at night, tourists have claimed to have seen men dressed as pirates at this location. And Jose Alvarez of Panama City says he saw Hold on, dressed as
4: pirates or pilots? Yeah,
3: pirate, a pirate. Okay, okay, Um, a pirate. Depp, pirate, gotcha. Hmm type of guy, push another pirate type of guy, and Jose claims, also you heard the jingling of chains, and the ghost identified the Convento de la Merced pirates, so anyway, so the people that we talked to, we, we interviewed a lot of people over there, and they do claim that they see pirates at that location, so that was one of the ghost stories over there. But, um, um,
4: well, I mean, what's what's some of the what are some of the claims of these pirates? What are they doing? I mean, what are some of the things that they're you well, know being to I, I think, they, I think see there's them do? a lot
3: of there's a lot of history there, and things go back all the way to like uh, uh, the 1500s, uh-huh. and
0: there been ever any uh, reported maybe uh, treasures, gold or something like that reported about pirates stuff back in that time, maybe in that era that could could maybe have provoked something like that. Uh, gold being are that area, gold maybe in that
3: way. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, well, they have one over there. Um, it's called the Church in the Convent of the Immaculate Conception, mm-hmm. and over there the church claim that they see the legendary Captain. Henry Morgan that haunts that church. And while living, Captain Henry Morgan was holed up in that church during the time the Spanish declared war in and around the Caribbean. So, Captain Henry, yeah, Yeah. so Captain, there's another pirate. So, Captain Henry Morgan and the other pirates, yeah. So, but there's a lot of residual stuff going on. The history is like blasted in the atmosphere and it pl- replays over and over and over again. So people who check out the ruins out there and everything else, they, they see that it's like a motion picture, uh, just being replayed over all the time. So, and they, and then, uh, from talking to a lot of the people, a lot of the ghosts don't show any kind of intelligent science. They're they're not interacting with the ghosts. They're seeing the ghosts in motion, doing things that they did back in the day.
4: Uh, here's a here's a question: Is what kind of construction uh, w- ha- was used in that area? Like, what kind of materials were used to like build the buildings and and uh, the older you know, in that area in particular? Do you know?
3: Well, there's a lot of. Uh, uh, Is there any so- coral.
4: Is there any coral or that kind of like, material?
3: Um well along the ruins where the pirates are saying, there's a lot of coral out there. And also too there's a lot of quartz, and quartz can contain energy. Right. So maybe that's why that stuff is replaying itself over and over again. But uh the people uh over there that we were interviewing, they they say that they um these things all the time, hmm. and a lot of people are very scared of it. And it's not like us, where we have a lot of paranormal. I mean, have they attacked anybody
4: like, at all? I mean, are there reports of attacks <laughs> or anything like that, or has it been so no, far just people like, seen things?
3: Yeah, it just uh, it seems like it's all residual. It's uh, okay. Uh, no, no intelligent uh, interaction. No, well, no.
4: this is why yeah. I asked if there was any quarrel in that area because, I mean, we've talked about this before, me and the other guys, especially a long time ago, about how uh, the certain materials might record an event, um, like like recording on a tape or recording on a, on a vinyl, for example. And uh, it might just happen naturally with the uh, environment itself. That right, that it of, right, it imprints. Right, it imprints into the environment because of whatever the material is around uh, accidentally. and we, we, A lot of this residual behavior that people see is just imprinted uh, kind of like holograms of something that happened maybe tragically or violent in that area where it left a kind of an imprint.
3: Yeah, they have a castle over in Ireland where the uh, material in the wall was uh, uh, the same type of material used uh-huh. in making recording tapes. And so people walking by the wall would hear voices.
4: There you go, yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah, and it's not a ghost or anything like that, it's just that all that information is being recorded, and it's now encased in that wall. And just like what's happening over Panama City, Panama, I think because of all the quartz, maybe the coral, uh, granite, everything else that they have there, and... Uh, the walls are made of some type of shale and stone and quartz and everything else. And all that material, everything that happened, all that history is recorded in the walls and in the ruins, uh, in the land. And that's why it replays over and
1: over again.
4: That makes sense to me. I, mean, that too, I mean, we've it's talked really about that, that. Yeah. that
1: can do that really
4: fascinating they i mean it really shouldn't be shocking like though that. crystal uh, if you think about it i mean the science has said uh, recently that crystals are probably going to one day be the uh, the source of uh keeping information for us humans i mean they're already looking into this kind of technology where in the crystal itself you can could, you could store data believe it or not
1: yes and, yeah they have stored they've stored megabytes or yeah yeah more, so more i of mean that in inside of crystal so yeah
4: they think in very tiny crystals you can store like who knows how many hundreds of terabytes in just very tiny crystals so i mean that is something that we might one day uh you know move into when it comes to data storage which kind of it's funny and it's kind of ironic when you look back at you know the 1930s when they created superman and they created you know the mythology later on as it got fleshed out you know what superman technology uh with crystals right with use crystals as a form of data keeping and Keeping all this records and information. Well, that might actually be true. One day. Even. Well, you that's what be. the
3: theory is. That's what the theory is about crystal skulls. That right, It yeah. harbors all that information, <clears throat> and it's containing those skulls.
5: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: Which, which is, uh, I mean, have you come up uh, or come uh, across any really? Solid, solid, legit crystal skulls, you know, like, uh, interaction with folks, uh, that it's even less too kind of like, uh, you know, a little scared from what you, you know, you've know you encountered.
3: No, I haven't, no. Um, <laughs> and, no, I mean, we. throw some goofball uh, with the, well, with the crystal, is, right? <laughs> yeah, here in my house, I have two crystal skull replicas. Oh, nice! And, and, uh, Did they have vodka yeah. in
4: them before? Were they uh, being uh, sold by uh, one of the ex-Ghostbusters? Oh,
3: the Ghostbusters were
4: used yet? <laughs> <laughs> now, you? yeah. you never saw the one that Dan Aykroyd was uh, selling the Crystal Skull vodka.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I know what you're talking about. Oh okay. man! With,
4: anyway.
2: Have you seen the Stormtrooper um, Crown Royal?
4: I have not, but I'm going to look that up in a second here. Uh, but, you no, know, the uh, Crystal Skull Vodka, I mean, I'm, I'm not a drinker. I don't drink. I haven't had a drink in, like what, like 13 years now? And I am actually uh, contemplating just buying it just to have it for nostalgic purposes. It's pretty cool looking, the little, the little bottle. But, uh, yeah, it's been out for a few years now, the Crystal Skull Vodka. So, I mean, do you, so you don't put any, uh, any credence to the whole Crystal Skull phenomenon, do you?
3: Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's possible that, you know, crystal can contain information and everything, but it seems like all the crystal spells that were discovered,
5: uh-huh. um,
3: it seems pretty much a hoax. I mean, um, hmm. yeah, I mean, that's from what i gathered from, you know, the articles that are out there about it, but... Um, and yeah, we flip one around was, and it says
4: it's just, just made in china on the bottom. that's probably not a real crystal
3: skull, yeah well they they had this one guy who discovered a crystal skull. I forget what his name was, uh but he was a real famous archaeologist, and come to find out later on after his death, they were saying that he placed that crystal skull there and had it made so I don't know
0: oh wow, I had heard that same story,
3: yeah. So, yeah, it's kind of disappointing because I thought maybe there is some truth to it. But if they're, they're all hoax, well, you know, there goes that.
4: That's uh, it's sad, but isn't that kind of like the state that uh, just about everything paranormal ufology is at right now? I mean, there's very really little proof of just about anything. I mean, what do you think is likely going to get proven to be, Uh, you know, Something that it's not just for crazy people, but ufology, paranormal, like ghostly encounters. I mean, what do you think will be the first thing that will be proven as a factual thing?
3: As a factual thing? Yeah. Because uh, right now, you know, well, with aliens,
4: you know, unless we get the full disclosure, there's always that, well, you know, it's just a bunch of people seeing things, you know, like...
3: I think we're getting really close in disclosure. I mean, and I'm talking about UFO disclosure. So, I think we're getting very close. What other disclosure might
2: you be talking about?
3: Well, I mean, like during my time as a 97 Bravo military intelligence, I saw photographs of what were supposed to be UFOs. And they were taken by uh, reconnaissance uh, satellites. And so, I I had to record them, and I had a signal to the DIA, uh, the Defense Intelligence Agency, and the the DIA from there gave it to the CIA, and they went into a black hole, and they disappeared. But I knew at that time that military intelligence, even though that Project Blue Book closed, I knew at that time that our government is still looking into UFOs. So I I think we're getting, getting very close to that.
5: All right. Yeah.
1: I, I now, think what makes you think though work. that I mean, do you think the government's just going to come out and tell us what's going on, or do you think somebody's going to leak no. something? Like, how do you think it's going to happen?
3: It's going to be like a snow. It's going to be like a Snowden. It's like a Snowden. It's somebody who works for the government is going to disclose information, and you had that one guy who worked over at Dulce in New Mexico, and he was disclosing a lot of information, then all of a sudden, supposedly, he committed suicide. So, but did he really commit suicide, or did the government kill him?
4: That is the question.
3: That is
1: a good question. That is a good question.
4: I'm... Honestly, back then I would put my money on the government. To be honest with you, but I don't think they would do that now. Like that, things have changed, though, in that in that sense, right? Since you were in the military.
3: Yeah, yeah, um, you know they said that Nixon had a hit squad, and um, who else had a hit squad? Um, Eisenhower supposedly had a hit squad. So. You never know. Look, you know, with Kennedy and everything else, uh all the stuff that was behind it. I mean, it could have been the mafia. It could have been the Cubans. It could have been uh, the CIA. It could have been the Secret Service. It could have been uh, uh former President Johnson. It's just there's so many things that are going going on with the government, and and there's a lot of crooked stuff, you know. So. And it
4: continues on to this day. I, you know what? I place my money on the alien phenomenon and uh, the secrecy behind it being uh, the reason why Kennedy got killed. I've I've always thought Ooh. that that is behind the uh, the whole Kennedy assassination, uh, it, which is uh, as crazy as it is. But Kennedy really wanted to out a lot of the uh, secrecy uh, that you know this country had. A lot, of that, and, and you know, I'm going to bring really? him up. I like Trump which, uh, you know, it's post-election now. Uh, who are you uh, kind of uh, rooting for, if you don't mind me asking?
1: <laughs> are you looking for friends you, like, ask every guest that?
4: <laughs> shh! Let me get through this one. Shh, 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 So who are you rooting for there, uh, Paul?
1: Um,
3: I'm... they not this close. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, well, one thing is, though, I don't like Hillary. Okay, it's just... There's just something, I mean, all the little things that she did and everything else. Uh, uh, and, and But Trump is really disappointing me in a lot of things, too. Sometimes he needs to just keep his mouth shut. So um, it's very confusing. Who I originally went for, Trump. Right.
4: Well, luckily it's still early on. It's so only been a few weeks since he's been the president. <laughs> but you, you know, it's. It, it, I hope that he doesn't end like with the same fate as, uh, you know, like Kennedy or something like that. Because I think he's kind of like on that same like level the way that people, you know, in the inside look at him, where you know the left doesn't like him, the right doesn't like him, nobody likes him. Uh, and I just hope when they don't put a bullet in him. That's you know, let's hope that doesn't that never happens. Uh, yeah, but yeah, it's, yeah. It, it, we, we're in scary times yeah. right now with with this whole thing.
3: Yeah, it's it, yeah, it's really confusing with all the things that are going on. He, he just gets a lot of people really upset with him. And I okay, slow it down a little bit. You know, you don't need to get all these people mad at you. You know, mm-hmm. just go out there and do your job. You know, but I don't know. It's very confusing.
1: Indeed. Now, uh, now, now I have a question for you, Paul. in In your work, have you come across you know whistleblowers, um, you know, in kind of all your experience? Because I kind of agree with you as far as disclosure goes. It's never going to be our government because all our government does is lie to us. It doesn't matter who's in charge of it. Um, so, I mean, you know, it's it's definitely going to be you know it's going to be a Snowden. It's going to be you know probably anonymous or somebody who hacks into something and finds things. So, have you come across anybody like that?
3: Yes. Um. Well, I work for the government now, and and in the past, I have seen whistleblowers. And whistleblowers, sometimes they go through a lot. Um, They get harassed by other people. Um, There's a threat of them losing their job, all kinds of stuff, you know. So it depends on what they're whistleblowing about, you know, so it can get very, very nasty.
1: Let me also follow that up that because of, with your experience, you know, if someone wanted to come forward and they had the mother of all information about, you know, UFOs or, you know, the ET phenomenon, um, you know, what do you think that would be the safest place for them to expose it? How would they get that information out there?
3: Well, that one guy, um, and I can't think of his, his name right now, uh, over Dulce, New Mexico, when he disclosed it and said that the military was having a firefight with the uh, the graves in some kind of underground uh, complex, um, he went. To you know, there was
0: another him. delusional guy. So. You know, a lot of things came out about that guy that, you know, really were surprising to his own family that knew that he had suffered from from illnesses and all the way to the the fingers that were cut off were apparently done at his sister's wedding, according to his brother, and that he had had uh, dealt with mental illness through a lot of years. So they don't know if this is a fabricated thing or what, but this is apparently the latest news that had came out on that gentleman. So maybe wow. I don't know if that's a bat squatch story or what, but there was some uh, mm-hmm. some mental mental uh, issues that he had had, and um, you know, once again, are these things tainted around after a guy dies and really did speak the truth, and then somebody gets out there and taints it? And I don't know, but this is this is what I had read uh, recently on the, on a site about him. So, which is too yeah. bad because I really was interested in the story. It was a for for all he said, it was a fantastic story.
1: But don't we have to expect that? I think you really have to expect that, because I think if anybody comes forward, I mean, because look at what they did to Snowden, right? Look at the whole conversation around with Snowden. I mean, the narrative actually shifted from not even talking about the information that he brought us to the point where whether he just should Mm -hmm. have. So we completely ignored the fact that he pretty much just uncovered that the government is spying on us, and we got mad at the fact that he did it. Like, how hilarious is that? So – I mean, just think about now a whistleblower coming forward with something about ETs. I think that if you ever had one that came forward and the government didn't or whoever, there wasn't a story around him having some kind of a background, then the guy's probably lying. Because that's the way you get them. If we're not killing them, then you've got to discredit them some way. And the easiest way to do that is, well, he's crazy. Let's, you know, we'll we'll find some doctor and we'll say that he's nuts.
4: Or you plant people in there who are, you know, just, uh, um, you know, Disinformation people and uh, who spread lies and they create hoaxes, uh, so that you know nothing becomes believable anymore.
2: I wonder how many disinformation people will be at the convention uh, this week.
4: Yeah. Ooh, that's a good question. That's a good question. Gonna, how many Paul, government
2: you- shills will actually
4: be there? About probably. Paul, you're gonna say something? Sorry, we cut you off there.
3: Yes. Hello. Hello. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> 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 okay. Got uh, uh, I, I was it, saying it, you well, were going like to say something before
4: before the other guy cut you off there with his humming sound
3: <laughs> and his buzzing. But uh, it, it's just like uh, in military intelligence, they always told you, they always told me, and they told everybody else, deny everything. So if we ever got captured or anything oh, like of course. that, because we were in like South Korea and and they were always concerned that maybe the North Koreans would take one of us or whatever, and they said that anything they ask us, deny, deny, deny. You know, so, um, and there's a lot of disinformation uh, out there. Uh, Mm -hmm. Military intelligence had their own disinformation officers and everything else. So uh, Bob Lazar, when he came out and he was talking about – Ask for Area 51, UFOs that, uh, that were being back engineered and everything else. They took his name and they uh, they muddied the waters with it. So, so yeah. You know, it's, it's funny. Fact- it's funny. You,
4: it's funny you bring up Bubba Lazar because this story is one of the uh, the few stories in in the world of ufology where, like, you know, all these years later, I still look back and I'm like. <laughs> You know, that guy, I, I believe. You know, I believe his story. I believe what he was saying. Not so much that, uh, that, you know, that he was working on aliens, you know, technology, because I think a lot of that technology, yeah, it might have been aliens, might have been something, that, you know, exotic that we created. Uh, who the hell knows where it came from. Uh, but the fact that he was in Area 51 working on some kind of exotic te- technology, I believe that. And I do think it's, uh, been enough evidence to prove, uh, that he wasn't, you know, just fibbing and, you know, just going off. And uh, tra- you know telling a tale the fact that he hasn't really tried to make a whole lot of money off of it also uh, I mean he, it's not like he's gone out and made books and made DVDs and you know gone in circuits and, you know trying to make money on lectures and whatnot like he's kind of you know lived a very quiet life had his business uh you know done his thing and uh, you know made you know just uh, a living like normally so I mean that kind of you know adds a little credit uh, credibility also to what you know he uh went through what he claims he went through uh him Travis Walton, of course, is another we we all believe here on the show that uh his experience was uh legit um yeah, there's few ex- a uh, few things, but there really hasn't been like anything uh paul in, in ufology in in particular uh in the last like what fifteen twenty years to really you, you can look at him and you, you can could be like, damn, you know there we go that's some you know something to really look at and and investigate. I mean, whether it's, you know, ufology or the paranormal or anything, I mean, and I think as technology gets better and better, it kind of like proves, uh, that more of this stuff is, uh, hokey and fakey, you know, like, and it's harder to actually believe in a lot of this stuff because it's so easy to create a UFO in your basement now with some software. So, well, you know, who's to believe anything on the internet these days? So it's another and, one of those things, you know?
3: And also too, like, with a lot of these ghost hunting, uh, uh, shows, Mm -hmm. um you like if you watch ghost adventures and ghost hunters and everything else it seems like they're getting evidence all the time and with all the investigations that i do it's really hard to get evidence it really is it's hard to get it's hard to get an evp it's hard to get a full body apparition on photo i mean it is really tough and it just doesn't and it seems like every show, I mean like okay, Zach is getting possessed, okay, I spent the whole night at Preston Castle. I didn't get possessed and <laughs> and then uh and at the Tulane Hospital, he got possessed again, and it's like, okay, how's he getting possessed because I'm not getting possessed? I guess he's more of an I open conduit
4: like, to these things than you are,
3: <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like, uh. These TV shows, and and I'm I've done a lot of documentaries, so I'll tell a story on how it went down, and the TV producer will look at me and go, Paul, can you change that story around just a little bit as like have them laying in bed, and the ghost comes through the patio door and scares the hell out. I go, but that's not how it went down. But Paul, this is TV. Go ahead and tell that story what you know it's like uh, you know so that's hollywood just really you know for any serious paranormal investigator when it comes to hollywood they change those stories around and everything else just make it exciting like, yeah, that's the,
4: the that's the firing. That's the firing in the sky syndrome, though. to cut you off. That's what happened to fire in the yeah. sky. I mean, if you read the book, Travis's book, and then you watch the movie, you're like, "What the hell? These are two different, completely different stories." Uh, you know, not so much the setup to him getting abducted, but the actual events while he's in the ship, or right, and you know, in the movie and in the book, they're completely different. So, you, when you look at that, And you're like, well, how did that happen? And you, then you realize that it, well, it wasn't the scriptwriter, it wasn't Travis, it was the studios that came in and they were like, yeah, we need to spice this up, uh, make it a little scary, make the aliens scary, and uh, uh, yeah, we're, you know, we're gonna sell this as a horror movie. But it, in reality, Travis was not trying to do that. I mean, that's not what the yeah. idea was behind Fire and, in the Sky.
3: Well, with Fire in the Sky, they got Travis Walton over there kicking butt on the grays and getting the right. grays all mad <laughs> at him. Yeah. where they're dragging him down the hallway. <clears throat> yeah. So, and then, uh, on one documentary, it was a case that I did. Uh, the guy, uh, supposedly the demon scratched his back. Well, I was there, and I saw the scratch, and the scratch was very, very minute. It was just so, it wasn't, you could hardly see the scratch, but when you watched the documentary, he had three scratches on his right shoulder and three scratches on his left shoulder, and they were like one inch deep, full of blood. It was like, I don't remember that, you know, and so that's how they, dramatize these documentaries, you know, they spice yep. them up. Yeah, and it's like, that's not how it happened. It was just like little, tiny little baby scratches, you know. You got these I, real deep wounds on the
4: shoulder. So, so uh, Paul, are we saying that we can't believe anything we see on TV?
3: No, you can't believe anything we see on TV, though. So, on, yeah. so, so, so I, we
4: can call it, so, so that's why it's called Tell Lie... Vision, television. There's telling you lies to your is. vision, right? That's what it is.
3: <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I mean, there's paranormal stuff going on, but it's like uh, it, it it is very tough to get evidence. And like when I went to Mark Twain's uh, cabin, uh I did several attempts to get an EVP, and people mm-hmm. were saying that they see orbs up there. Uh, There's a lot of positive energy there. Um, uh, They saw two apparitions of two men who possibly were the Gillis brothers who lived in Mark Twain's cabin. And Mark Twain lived there during the winter of 1865 to 1866, I believe. So anyway, so I was up there, and I was uh, trying to get an EVP, and I did this several times over, and finally, finally done an EVP. And the EVP, it sounds like a man saying, reading, that he's reading. And if that was Mark Twain, it's logical in the afterlife he could be reading. So, I don't know. Possibly, yeah. yeah. But it took a long time for me to just get that one EVP. But if you watch... Uh, ghost hunters or ghost adventures—they're getting EVPs all the time. It's like wow, uh, they're
4: having like full-blown conversations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, it's amazing.
5: That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. That's
4: funny. Paul,
1: has there ever been a show that you've watched that was like kind of truthful, that almost hit right on to where or to what you know it, it actually, like how it actually is in the field or? You know, just anything, like a show that you were like, hmm, I'm surprised those people aren't dead for putting that out on TV.
3: Um, no. Every, it's, <laughs> almost, yeah, hey, yeah, a, yeah, it's almost, a truthful was... answer. Yeah, every TV show that I see there, it's uh, it's just a lot of BS. You have to sort out through all the BS to get to the truth, you know. And, and like Preston Castle... Okay, everybody wants to go to Preston Castle now. And they've done so many documentaries. And I I was involved with a documentary. We did Conversations of a Serial Killer, which uh, was a a production company out of England that came to the United States to film Preston Castle. We did that. And even that was BS. I mean, okay, um, we spent the whole night there. I didn't get possessed. I never saw anyone get any true EVPs there, but one of the um, investigators that they had there whispered under her breath, "horse, horse, horse," and they played wait, 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 it back on the record. What,
4: what they whisper again?
3: Horse, horse, horse. As if All right. one of the okay, Preston I Castle like used to be a, pr- a prison for juveniles. So oh. what their theory was was one of the juvenile prisoners was calling a female investigator a whore. So they uh, uh-huh. they said it three yeah. yeah. So they supposedly said it three times. Well, come to find out that even I found out maybe four years later after the documentary show, uh, was shown that it was fake. It was it was done by one of the. Uh, People on the uh, producer team, and I thought when I heard it, I thought it was a real EVP. But it was one of the people on the production team that actually said it into the recorder.
4: Oh, okay. And they
3: showed it, and they showed it right on the documentary as 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 if it was real. You know? Wow. Yeah, and because of that, that was the first documentary over there. <clears throat> because of that. That's when Ghost Hunters went over there. They got excited after seeing that documentary. So, Ghost Hunters went over there from Sci Fi Channel, Ghost Adventures, um, uh, Cartoon Net- Networks, uh, The Other Siders, uh, Disney Channel did a thing over there. So, it's like, you know, so a lot of people have gotten involved in doing documentaries over there, and people pay good money. To go to Preston Castle, and I don't even think the place is haunted, to be honest, yeah.
4: yeah it's just got that reputation, that's all it is. It's a sexy place, yeah. like the sexy spot for people to visit.
3: Yeah. Yeah. There's a place over here called Moaning uh, Caverns. It's basically just a hole in the ground. It could fit the uh, Statue of Liberty. Inside Moaning Caverns, and I rappelled down Moaning Caverns. You mentioned it on the beginning of the show, but that place is extremely haunted. They found over 100 bodies of people who just fell into that hole. They oh. found the bones of a saber-toothed tiger that fell in that hole, and and nobody wants to investigate this. And then I don't understand it because here you had all these dead people falling into a hole. The place is probably extremely haunted. But now, if Ghost Adventures went over there and investigated, then everybody would want to investigate it because Ghost Adventures were there. So that's how it works with paranormal business. Nobody thinks out of the box, nobody thinks, okay, well, they had a lot of deaths over here, so let's investigate. They have to wait for a TV show to go there to to do an investigation. Then everybody wants to jump on the bandwagon and investigate. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. Ha- has there ever been a spot that you've yeah. been in that yourself, though, Paul? That uh, you've you know, not only felt something, but actually it's been obvious. Like you've seen things move. Uh, for example, our a cabinet opened up right in front of you. That you know, just have you ever been in that but, position with one of the, one of your investigations?
5: Yeah.
3: Uh, yeah. Over in Fort Bragg. Uh, we're calling the entity out. It was this, uh, judge that, uh-huh. uh, used to live in this house. And the judge was an evil type of guy. And so anyway, I was calling the judge out and they had this, uh, this light fixture in the kitchen and it smashed to the floor right in front of me. And I said, wow. Okay. Uh, and that that one became a uh, a documentary on my ghost story, so oh, that was cool. one of my best. That was one of my best cases. Yeah, you know? and that one they kept the story pretty accurate. I will have to give it to them on that one.
4: Nice. So you uh, you've actually been in that position. You've, I mean, I've actually been well. I was a kid, so I have like vague memories of it. But uh, I've, I was in a room where things were moving. By themselves uh, in this uh, apartment house uh, duplex that we lived in uh, back in the '80s, and uh, let's just say there's nothing freakier than when you see the keys moving on the table by themselves. I can't believe
1: you can even still talk about that. I'm like freaked out just listening to you recount it.
4: That's not fun. And you know the crazy thing is, I work like really nearby this place.
1: Yeah, you're brave, I would not work anywhere near that place Except yeah, I, I'd yeah. run over there, salt it, salt a circle around it And then run <laughs> away, and that would be it
4: You know, I've always wondered, you know, going by there Because I've driven by a couple times, I took some pictures and everything I don't know if I've showed you, Crystal But I've always thought, I've thought of, you know, what would it be like to go in there Now, all these years later, and uh, to see if there's any activity there I mean, because people live there now It's, not, it's not like the, That's how the a now. horror
1: movie starts, do not do it <laughs> <laughs> that is how a horror movie starts. They're like, oh, let me just play with this Ouija board real quick. And now you're dead, see? Don't do it. It was quiet for 30
4: years, and then he shows back up. It uh-uh. uh-uh. reawakes that. the dead, and now Angel Espino is being chased by poltergeists. Wait a darn.
1: Do not call me. <laughs> you can call the other guy, because the other guy likes Ghostbusters, but don't call me, because I'll hang up. <laughs>
4: I'd be like, come on, woo woo, help me.
1: Please. Woo <laughs> woo has no L for you. I'll call Kevin. He, he and his wife, they go into houses, they clean. I'll call him for you. But no, woo woo stay right where woo woo is. I don't mess with ghosts. Nope. No, I'm listening to Paul talk about, let's go to the place where thousands of bodies have jumped in a hole. I'm like, are you crazy?
4: No, Why would you that's do not...
1: that? Yeah, is <laughs> Why it? Would you I mean... Go to that place. No. Why
4: did you go to chase like, you know, I don't chupacabras or something, man. Like that's safer got... than.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I, I got to... why? How did you get into this? I mean, so you went from military man, I guess. You know, from learning that the government knows about EOTs, right, 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 and then you got out, and you were just like, I want to continue this. Let me do it on my own. Um. Well,
3: when I was a kid, I was living on, in this house on Effie Street in Fresno, and all kinds of terrible things were happening to me. Um, and with these terrible things that happened to me, I started wondering if it was really paranormal or if it was just childhood nightmares. And the things that were happening to me, is was like I was, uh, thrown into a heater by an entity. Um, I was standing in the bedroom window and a woman would call my name into the orange grove and she would say, Dale, come here. Dale, come here. Oh, well, that's my middle name, and my parents call me Dale, and I saw things like flying skulls in the bedroom, just all kinds of weird stuff. It was just really creepy, and I was crying almost every night, and I was just completely terrorized, so um, I started reading books on the paranormal, um, and besides ghosts, I started getting interested in UFOs and everything else. And then before I knew it, I was going into the Army. I was originally went into the Army as an empty military policeman, got to work with CID, Criminal Investigation Division, busting people for drugs. And um That is a break,
4: shame right there, busting people for drugs. It's just horrible <laughs> behavior.
3: Horrible terrible. behavior. <laughs> okay, Angel, put the down. And put your hands up against the wall. I that got is but it, horrible <laughs> behavior, sir. <laughs> <sighs> oh, my God. And then, um, then uh, 1979, I went uh, back into the army, and, and uh, 97 Bravo intelligence uh, uh, analyst with a uh, PICK photo interpretation center in Korea, and uh, and it kind of led me down the path. I met a person who was a paranormal investigator, and they said, Paul. You know a lot about the paranormal. You're interested about the paranormal. Why don't you join us? And before I knew it, I was a paranormal investigator.
1: Just like that. Wow. Now, did you, in your yeah. investigation, because I'm hearing about what happened to you as a child, and I'm definitely sleeping with the lights on tonight, but <laughs>
5: did, you,
1: did you find out, you know, what your experiences were? Did you ever kind of go back and do any kind of investigation on, you know, yourself, I guess?
3: Um... I couldn't get back into that house, but I heard that another paranormal group uh, managed to finally get into that house over in Fresno, and they got some EVPs. So that house seems like it was haunted. And the things that were happening to me wasn't happening to anybody else. The entities were centered on me. And they say that children are usually have psychic abilities from ages 1 to 8. So after eight years old, it seems like I lost any kind of psychic ability that I had, Mm. which caused those encounters that I had with the paranormal on Effie Street in Fresno. And to this very day, I'm not psychic. So like my wife, she picks up on all kinds of stuff. And so it's up to me as an investigator, if she says there's a ghost next to her, It's up to me to try to get the evidence, the EVP, an anomaly standing next to her, or whatever. Well, I mean, I know your wife Um, is younger
4: than you, but how much younger are we talking about here? (laughs)
3: Um, Like, she does it, like, a lot of times, (laughs) like, on the investigation, she'll pick up on something, she'll go, Paul, there's something sitting on this chair. And this is one of the cases that we had. She goes, there's something sitting on this chair. So one of the investigators takes a picture of the chair, and there's a green mist on the chair. Uh And she goes, the entity's now over here. Then I start recording, and I get an EVP. So we use psychics as tools. We just don't take their word for granted. And um, what I really, truly love about her is that she's been really good in picking up on stuff. And she's really good in picking up UFOs. Yes, yeah, she is.
1: Hmm. Oh wow! No, I, I know it. I now, you just wait,
4: stopped right there, really but don't. No, yeah, but she, she, she is I actually. Awesome. No, I've actually spoken to her before, and she, uh, you know, we've uh, we've conversed in the past, me and her. She's a lovely lady, by the way. And um, how old is she, by the way? She's, uh, you know,
3: she's uh, thirty.
4: Yeah, legal age, right, good. Uh, anyway, she's uh, a lovely lady, and uh, she's uh, she's an experiencer, and not just uh, UFO. She's an experiencer, like in. Uh, she, you know, all all things metaphysical,
3: right? Mhm. Yeah, metaphysical. Um, she had uh, vampire encounters. That's and, what I'm
4: talking about, right there. That's, uh, yeah, 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 yeah.
3: Vampire encounters, and she thinks that she was abducted as a child by That's UFO. awesome. Yeah, hmm. and okay, now me being around her, this is was really tricky. Okay. Um, we Vampires were in, and UFOs but um, well, okay. that's a
4: movie and itself right there, let me tell you. Yeah.
3: <laughs> we were over in Grass Valley and this guy said that he sees a lot of UFOs in this one area. So we went over there and she plays around with these crystal skulls. And she was a communicating with these ufos you know if if they were ufos she's communicating with them or trying to communicate with them and she says okay if you're a ufo give me a sign and she's 200 feet in front of me okay so i'm completely away from her but she's with a group of other people she's saying this and we look up in the sky and this one thing that looks like a ufo it powers up at the time that she says, "Give me a sign," and you can hear everybody just getting all excited. Wow! Well, did you see mm-hmm. that thing? It powered up. So that was the first one, and then the second one. Okay, we were uh, uh, <clears throat> in Copperopolis. Okay, is a that little at? town. Okay, it's in Gold Country. And there's... Okay. Where's that at? um, uh, Gold Country is... Okay. It's the the triangle that... uh, Oh, God. uh, Bill Burns that talks about uh, from UFO Hunters. And Angel, I know you know Bill Burns.
4: He's a good friend, but what? What are we talking about? Uh, Okay. He
3: he talks about an area, Placerville, um, uh, Jackson, California... Uh, out in the middle of California, by the Sierra, ne- Sierra Nevada Mountains. Okay,
4: okay, I follow you.
3: Okay. And Bill Burns says that it's a UFO hotspot because there's a lot yeah, of yeah, gold yeah. out there. Yeah, yeah, and UFOs are attracted to gold. Okay, well, supposedly. Well, okay. yeah,
4: well, there's, there's the whole thing with the Anunnaki, supposedly, are you know, I hear uh, they, yeah. they, they made us in their image and their likeness, wink, wink, so we can be used to mine for their gold because they need it for their atmosphere and all kinds of theories yeah. have arisen. Now, you know, it's funny because you've heard about people, or now it's become kind of out the of rage apparently. But uh, people are getting into like uh, eating and, and drinking monatomic gold, and even <clears> sell the <throat> stuff. They sell it on uh, on Amazon for crying out loud. Uh, have you uh, looked into that at all, atomic gold? Anatomic no, uh, gold. No, really? No. I thought you would have looked into that. Shocked. Huh. Shocked you're not prepared for that, sir.
3: Well, Angel, <laughs> you, you, uh, your voice is fading out, so I couldn't really understand what you were saying. All I could make out was something about gold if I did something with gold.
4: No, no, no. You, have you heard of monatomic gold?
3: Have I heard of that? Yeah. No, I'm not sure.
4: Sh- no. Okay, Go ahead well.
3: and explain that. Explain this to me.
4: It's cool that you can digest and it's really good for your body. Like it's, uh, it helps you uh, uh, think clearer. It helps you uh, get smarter. Uh, your overall body functions are, you know, enhanced. Uh, in fact, there's a documentary called, uh, I think it's, it's funny enough, it's titled... Uh, don't watch this movie. Or don't watch this film, or something like that. And it talks about that. And of course, you know, there's also for years we've uh, we've heard in ufology that the aliens, the Anunnaki, supposedly uh, wanted to mine gold, and that's why they had us turned into what we are. For, you know, they're slaves so we can mine the gold for them because apparently it's very uh, it's very useful for them for their not only their atmosphere but for other reasons. And one of which is they ingest gold. They eat gold.
3: Oh okay, Uh I know about eating iron, but not gold.
4: But,
3: uh, well, <laughs> well, there you he go. He just went
1: well, for it. He was just like, okay, that's cool. Yeah, anyway, it was cool. yeah. Well, well, no, but think about it. Gold. It
4: makes sense. gold is gold is what gold is a, look, gold is gold is a, a superconductor, right?
3: <laughs>
4: yeah. Okay, what what's your what's but, your uh, brain? Oh no no bro, 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 follow me along here, or follow along here. Gold is a superconductor. What's your brain doing with when it's functioning? Has neurons and things you know going like little like, uh, electrons and right.
3: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, w- w- I mean, yeah. So if you have, add, brain, if you you have you gold, you always producing the energy and everything else. Right.
4: So now, if you add gold to the mix, which is a superconductor, wouldn't that make your brain function better?
3: Oh yeah, I in would theory, think, yeah. Right. Yeah, I would hope so. Yeah. I'm uh, on yeah, of yeah, gold looking to it. I'm gonna send you some links. Yeah. Hello, Angel.
4: Yeah, 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 I'm here.
3: Oh, okay, 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 <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. Well, anyway, let me get back. Okay, let me tell you about the UFO. If i the like block talk regular for a second, sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so anyway, the Grass Valley, she did the UFO where it powered up, and then in Copperopolis, she she detected a portal in the sky, and she actually took a photo photograph. And sure enough, there's this this black portal. We actually have that displayed uh, on Facebook on one of our uh, 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 UFO uh, uh, groups. You can actually see the photo. It's a straight-up black portal. And I sent it to a couple of ufologists, and they said they would have to try to recreate the photo or whatever, but they couldn't... uh, Discounted, They couldn't say, you know, it was something else. It looks like a portal in the sky. It was really amazing. And then in Bodega Bay, uh, she points to the sky and she goes, look at this. And she points to the thing that looks like a, a UFO, looks like almost like, like a rocket with flame on the bottom of it. But the way it was moving was not moving like a rocket. So... We saw that. <clears throat> and then another day it was in Sacramento. And she goes, There's a black cube in the sky. I go, What? And I'm driving. And at first, I don't see it. And I go, What are you talking about? She goes, There's a black cube in the sky. And you said, black probably, cube
4: or black Cuban?
3: Well, I'm. <laughs> a, black a, sky, a black cube in the sky in the sky Yeah, black. was yeah because you say a black cube,
4: cube in the ocean that's a, that's a very cube. possible
3: <clears throat> yeah a black cube yeah so okay. it's like I, I, I turn to the right and I look and I I get a glimpse of it but there's an actual black cube in the sky I go what the hell is that it's like how do you pick up on stuff like this she goes I don't know she goes it's, I've been like that all my life. Wow, oh, that's just weird. You know? Because I, uh, if I'm driving down the road, I'm not seeing all this stuff. But she points it out to me and it's like, what the heck is she seeing here? And then I look and what she's describing, it's actually there. So I don't, I don't get it. So I'm, I'm just baffled.
4: Do you think that's why you and her, uh, ended up getting me hooked up? Because, you know, you, You know, in a sense, she completes you. She sees what you don't see.
3: Yeah, exactly. You know, because, like, I don't have psychic abilities. I mean, I've been on... Neither do I, brother. Neither do I. I've been on a thousand investigations, and I've only seen four full-body apparitions. But what I saw, everybody saw. It's not that because I was psychic or anything like that. They were just... Straight up full body apparitions. But, um, here, if we're, had, we're, if I, we're, 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 we're almost
4: out of time here, but I have a, a question for you. Uh, but I'm going to let you continue your thought here for, for a couple seconds. Uh, to, But I have a, a question for you that I'm going to ask you before we uh, go off the air. Uh, and then I want to get you, uh, your answer, if it's at all possible. But go ahead, and finish your thought real quick. I know. If I hadn't
3: seen, you know, witnessed the real paranormal stuff like apparitions and stuff like that.
5: Uh-huh.
3: EVP's. EVP's I I I sort of sometimes have my doubts because it could be mm. a voice from another room or whatever.
4: Right, right. But right.
3: when I when I actually experience something that's paranormal, which I have, it, that's what me, makes me keep going as a paranormal investigator. But there's just to let you know, though, there's a lot of BS out there. And it's just, you have to get through all the BS and the hunky-dory stuff to get <laughs> to the real stuff.
4: Yeah, It's a lot like ufology, a lot like everything yeah. else. <laughs> yeah. now, right, here's uh, my question what? for you. And it's, it's not so much a question as it is a uh, a proposition, Okay. Uh, We have, uh, like I said, I I live here in Florida, and there is this one place that I lived in in the 80s, which for a fact I know is haunted. Uh, Would you be willing to take your investigative crew down here and do an investigation on that property, because by God, I mean, I I drive by there once in a while, and it still looks Uh like it's haunted.
3: And this is in Florida?
4: It's in Miami, Florida, so that'll be a good vacation for you.
3: Okay, my wife hates Miami. She used to live in Miami. Yeah, no, I, I could never
5: convince.
3: <laughs> I could never convince her to go to Miami. Yeah, she really had a terrible time in Miami. We um, all have,
4: but you know, you grin and bear it. Yeah. You know, just uh, for the weekend, it'll
5: be good.
3: No, well, you know, this year we're going to Salem, Massachusetts. So we're we're going to do an investigation out there, Angel. I would love to take up your offer, but I can never convince my wife to go to Miami.
4: Hey, so, we, so we do so this. We. we with these, the little lady at home, and uh, bring the crew, and uh, you know the rest of uh, the rest of the other people, and uh, come on! I want to get somebody to investigate this spot. It's, it's, this place is haunted, man! I'm telling <laughs> you. Work with me Angel, here. You know, come on, Paul. Angel,
3: I would, I would love to go. I would love Look, to do what, that, what yeah. we'll do
4: is we'll have uh, you know we'll have the wife stay back at home, and she'll be like at home base, and we'll report back <laughs> to her at home base every every evening.
1: This is going to be how we lose Angel. He's not going to let this go. He's going to go back in this thing. He's going to get possessed. He's always been trying to get abducted by aliens. But what's going to happen? You're going to get dragged down to the damn hell dimensions because you can't just let this place go. That's I want happen.
4: the thing is I yeah, want to totally. know what is going on on this plane of existence. I want to know. Shit's haunted. That's
1: what's going on.
4: <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> I'm it. sure it still That's is. All you
1: need to know, shit is haunted. That's it. Uh, <laughs> I
4: tell you what.
3: Angel,
4: Angel, is this a house that you used to live in? Yeah, I mean, this is not—it's not a joke either. When we moved to Miami from California as a kid. Uh We moved into this big old duplex. Now, the, the funny story here is that as we're moving in, uh the neighbors that lived on the other side of the duplex were moving out that same exact day, which is ironic and hysterical. As we're leaving, there was no, like, no kids with the other family. It was just a wife and a husband, and they were like, getting their stuff out. And as we're moving in, my dad asked them, you know, why they're moving out, because it's such a cheap rent, and it's a big place. And the guy just looked at him, and he said, you'll find out, and he just walked away. And we were like, well, what does that mean?
5: Yeah.
4: So we moved in. I mean, I'm not even kidding. That's that took place. We went into the spot, and uh, let's just say that all kinds of like paranormal activity took place in this place. I could write a whole book. Wow. We don't have enough time for me like. to go through it, but uh, it, the place definitely has uh, activity. We've asked there for only a little bit of time. In fact, uh, you know, before her passing, God well, uh, bless there? her. Who, who lives there now. Um, who lives there now. You know, that's a good question, and I have no idea. I've driven by there a few times. And there are cars uh, parked outside. The place looks like it's a disaster, though. It looks like, I mean, it doesn't look like they've cleared the place out. Uh, if you know what I'm saying.
3: Hmm. Well, like still, it looks like a Zach. very,
4: it, it looks like a very creepy place. Like it really does. Yeah, you should
3: probably get Zach over there. Zach and the Ghost Adventures crew over there. Zach. Well, here, for here's that. the here's
4: the kicker, and uh, this is going to uh, make the hairs uh, stand in the back of your head, there, uh, Paul. Uh, this uh, this duplex back in the 60s 50s and 60s it used to be a funeral home
3: wow
4: okay. Oh, okay
1: okay see that all you need to know about it John. Now it was they a never funeral home
4: they never tore the place down okay they just what they did was they uh, they remodeled it and they sold it as a as a duplex and they oh, split it down the middle and they it's funny cuz our uh, cabinets in the kitchen were huge, and they're, like, made out of marble and, like, these huge-ass cabinets. Turns out they never took the cabinets off that they would use to put the urns for, you know, the deceased that were cremated. Uh So we actually kept our food in the same place where dead bodies were cremated and stored. Yeah. Hey, uh,
3: Angel. Angel. What happened? We still got a little bit more time?
4: We got about maybe uh, about two minutes. What's up? What do you got?
3: Two minutes. Want to hear a funny story about Zach Baggins? Go for it. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. I wrote an article called uh, "About the Haunted National Hotel in Jackson, California." Okay. And Jeff Jeff Ballinger, the TV producer of Ghost Adventures, contacted me and says, "Hey, we want to get Zach and the crew over there to investigate for Ghost Adventures." I go, "Okay." He says, "Meet us up over there." So I get over there, and I had Zach's cell number. And I get into the lobby. I go, Zach, I'm in the lobby, but I don't see the film crew. Zach goes, well, we're in the lobby too, but I don't see you. Oh. I go, I don't understand. I go, what national hotel are you at? He goes, I'm the one in Nevada City. I go, the article that I wrote was in Jackson, California. You're at the wrong national hotel. He goes, well, Paul, He goes, is this one haunted? I go, yeah, it's haunted. He goes, did you write an article about it? I go, yeah. He goes, oh, cool, okay, I'm going to read the article we're going to film here. And I said, well, did you want me to get up there? And he goes, no, because I'll take you two hours to get over here. So I said, okay, cool. I said, listen, I'll give you a call uh, on your cell sometime and try to get to this other place. And he goes, okay, fine. So I called him maybe about three weeks later. I go, hey, Zach. And he goes, yeah. And I go, this is Paul. He goes, Paul who? I go, Paul Roberts, uh, we're supposed to film at the National Hotel. He goes, hey Paul, can you do me a favor? I go, yeah, sure, Zach. He goes, can you lose my number? I go, yeah, sure, Zach. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> my Zach Packham story. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah,
4: he you should have said, you should
3: have said,
4: you should have said, okay, bye Felicia. <laughs> That's what I would have said, though. That's just me, though. Uh, uh, funny story. So, Paul, look, we're all out of time, man. Thank you for uh, being on the show uh, with us and uh, being part of uh, Skywatchers Radio tonight. Uh, you always, uh, like always, you're a lot of fun. And we got to have you back on uh, before another year goes by, man. It's been too long. Way too long. I know. Long. It's
3: been too long. Angel, thank you for having me on. Thank you to the whole team that you have there. So that was just great hearing from everybody.
4: Even the guy who was buzzing the whole night and uh...
3: (laughs) (laughs) Happy Valentine's Day to to everybody. There There you go. Yeah, Happy Valentine's Day. Day They
4: had the misses for me and Happy
0: Valentine's Day. That's right.